Welcome to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and sitting with me here at the desk is my co-host, the Prince of Pixels, Nick Wright. Also coming back is 4KJ, the Man of Steel, Jason Birdwell. And today we're going to conclude the top 10 Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. How do we all have this ranked? Let's see here. Chris Ron, Evans playing Captain America for Ron, the first time. you had it at 14. 14. Uh, Nick, you had it at number one. Very nice. Wow. And then I had it at number seven. I knew Nick had it really high because uh, when we had a, a previous show, we were talking about movies, comic book movies that we liked, and that was one of yours. But wow, number one. Nick, what, why number one? I, I don't know. I just really like this one. It's just really well done. I, I love Red Skull. Hmm. I, just, I just love the way he talks. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving, Hugo Weaving yeah. yeah. I think that you are a man of great vision, and in this way we are much alike. I am nothing like you. No, of course, but what others see as superstition, you and I know to be a science... What you seek is just a legend. And why make such an effort to conceal it? And uh, I'd probably get ahead of myself again, but I'll just go ahead and say it. I was so happy to see him back in uh, Infinity oh, War. That was great. It, By the way, it we, was a different voice. Yeah, it's a different actor. But, but still, it's um, you know still Red Skull. So. I'd like to give us some credit. We were, we were all kind of talking amongst ourselves before the movie came out. We're like, who are some characters that might show up in this movie that you know nobody's expecting? And I, one of you guys, maybe Jay, I don't. Remember. I was expecting it because think about it. He got sucked up into the tesseract. Where'd he go? He never saw. Oh, I, I was always hoping for it, but not really so much expecting it. Right. I was thinking he would show up. I didn't know how, what format, but I was really thinking he's going to show up. It's funny because like we were just talking a little while ago about how these actors want to be involved with these movies. Why would Hugo Weaving not want to show up just for a couple lines? Well, I've read something about the. I, I think he didn't enjoy the makeup. I think that was a big thing for him. He didn't enjoy doing the makeup. And, I mean, it's a, a lot of makeup, but, I mean, he looks so fantastic. I mean, to be an actual practical effect is a villain. I mean, he's probably the best-looking villain that I can think of. He's cool. I mean, to be practical and not be CG or anything, I mean... Yeah really well done um and i did like nick said i like how he talks too it's kind of cool <laughs> well that's what i was sitting there thinking like well okay get some o- the matrix just man. get some other guy to be the makeup guy and then let him dub his voice maybe i don't know well see i think too and the, the reason i kind of knew he was going to show up at some point is i believe if i read correctly hugo weaving was signed on for a three movie deal he only yeah had, i think he i only ever did the one film before. so like where is the other two films at so it only made sense for him to be in Avengers, you know, Infinity War, 
And I've since read something that the Russo brothers were talking about that kind of hinted to you're going to see more of him. Okay. I hope so now that he's been revealed. And maybe so more maybe more than just one more film. Yeah. Like he may have a future role on out you know, He's a cool villain. Down the road. Why not oh, yeah. use him, you know? And and especially in the Captain America canon, you know, he's he's kind of like the main guy. Yeah. But I, just another scene I really like in that movie is when um oh, what's the um What's Captain America's name? Steve, Rogers. Steve, Rogers. Oh, Steve Rogers. Rogers. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the character's name. Steve Rogers. You know, when he's, uh, you know, like in boot camp or whatever. And, uh, you know, there's that scene where they're in the Jeep and they're saying that, you know, if you can, they, they pull over and stop at that flagpole. The flagpole, and, and yes. And if you can, whoever can take down that flag, you know, can ride back in the Jeep. Nobody's with, done that uh, in 25 years. Know, what, what was her name, but. Uh, the girl, yeah. Peggy Carter. Yeah, Peggy yes. Carter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Agent Carter. Sorry. Yeah, Agent Carter. <laughs> My bad. And, you know, so everybody's all like trying to fight and, and trying to climb up the pole and yeah. sliding down, and nobody can do it. And after everybody else gives up, he just walks over and pulls that pin, and it just drops, and he picks up the flag and hops in the jeep. He wasn't at that time a physical person, so he kind of would. He has to use his brains and his, his brains, moxie. Yeah. Well, yeah. that and he used his heart too. Like when he fell on the fake grenade, and all the other oh, guys yeah, ran yeah. away. Is this a test? He's still skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just all those different things. I just love those scenes. The Tommy Lee Jones character was really—he was cool. I like that. Uh, this in this movie. Okay, so it's set during World War One, the Great War. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's probably the first movie in the timeline, I guess, of the cinematic universe, if you were to look at a timeline. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So they had an opportunity to lay the groundwork for some of the uh, you know, earliest characters. Well, S.H.I.E.L.D. The Shield. groundwork for S.H.I.E.L.D. was laid. Yeah. Uh, Tony Stark's dad, Howard Stark. Yep. He's in it. Um, let's see. Agent Carter, obviously. But I, I like that we get these like kind of origins. Like I, I like... And I like that era too. Like action movies during this era with that, the Germans and stuff. Like it's always entertaining. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and, and you know, Red School. He's he, he's not a Nazi or anything. What is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Oh, is he a Nazi? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So he's a real. He's an actual Nazi. Okay. But he didn't really have an allegiance to Hitler. Kind of once he. Hail Hydra. You could tell <laughs> once he kind of got you know the. Well, this is where the Tesseract Tesser- is Right, is well, once introduced. he got the Tesseract mm-hmm. and all that, he was ready to break off and do his own thing. Yeah, the t- let's talk about the Tesseract, because this is the beginning of the stones. Yeah. Yes. You know, they, the Tesseract was... It's the first stone that's... It's the first stone. We didn't know it at the time. Right. We didn't even know it was going to play a big part in the Avengers movie. Yeah, it was just like a cosmic cube. It was mm-hmm. the big glowing thing that movies do all the time. Yeah. You know, there's a MacGuffin that everybody's after, and, you know... But they they've ex- they expanded it to you know make it the Infinity Gauntlet. It's like the very step, the first hint that we get of this gigantic event. You know, like Infinity War storyline. Right. Starts right there. Um. Let's see, Captain America. Is this this is let's see. Is this the third movie? It went. It went Iron Man, then Hulk, then Thor, then it's the fourth movie. Yeah, because yeah. I was gonna say it's at least the third. But yeah, yeah I think the I, for whatever reason, I think Thor came out first. Um. Or, actually, I. Um, and they might have come out the same year. Just one became came out before the other. Oh, next cut them by phase is cool. Yeah, so Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man Two, and Captain America. Oh, okay, Iron Man Two is in there. Yeah. Okay, 
Um, Chris Evans. What a great, another great stroke of casting. You know, he's a totally likable guy. He'd been in another superhero character before. He, he yeah. was the Johnny, Human Torch. Human Torch, yeah. Johnny, Johnny Storm. Johnny, Johnny Storm, yeah. Which, I'm going to be honest with you, when they first cast him at first, I had a little bit of reservations because traditionally in the comic, of course, I go too much by the comics. No, that's cool. Like, man. I'm I guess glad I, that you're kind of there. I to guess check I'm it. like the people who like read books and the go sweaties. see a movie <laughs> and go, like, this movie's terrible. It's nothing like the book. Well, you know, I'm that guy. This isn't accurate. No. Right. Well, I mean,. Chris Evans isn't a blonde His guy. hair was bl- his You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, I was a little hesitant, but after I saw it, I was like, yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, he's... I love the way he plays Captain America as this sort of everyday guy, this kind of... Hard-working, hard, blue-collar yeah, Joe. Blue-collar Joe. Um, you know, like, let, let's let's do it for the team, and, you know, let's not try to use foul language and... Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Language. <laughs> Language, yeah. I can't believe I said that. I'm not living this one down. But he's he's kind of like your moral barometer, you know? Yeah, he kind of keeps him. But as the movies went along, he also showed a lot of resolve. You know, he stood up for what he believed in. Mm-hmm. He didn't just fall in line with the government like you thought he might. Right. You know, when the accords and stuff came around, he was one of the, he was like the renegade. A yeah, little bit, like, yeah. I'm not going to sign your accords, you know? I, I feel like our guys need some sort of, Plus, you, you get know, to, in this first movie, you get to meet Bucky. Oh, Bucky, very good. And you find yeah. out kind of a little about how he can, becomes a Winter Soldier. Just, I guess, the tragedy that led to that. You don't really see how he became the Winter Soldier. Yeah, the Howling Commandos, that was his team. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, they had a cool montage where they're just, like, tearing through the Nazis. And, you know, he thinks he loses Bucky. And Bucky was, of course, the guy who meant the most to Steve. Mm-hmm. Now that you said something about the Howling Commandos, said the one gentleman that was the Howling Commando, uh, the gentleman that was uh, Asian... He's also the principal in Homecoming. And if no. And if you're in his office and you look over on his desk, there's a picture of him as the Howling Commando guy. Well, I guess it was supposed to be like his grandfather or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Jeez. So I, I thought that was pretty neat. I tip my cap to you, Marvel. That's just the extra mile, just the little extra touches that we love. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a new one for me. Because I, I think he's that. one of the yeah. first and okay. only people that they've done that where they've actually had the same guy, I guess not in makeup or whatever, do two different roles in two different films. Well, the yeah, teacher so the teacher was, was in one of the other movies. The um, the teacher in Spider-Man Homecoming, the one who's like, I can't know, lose another student or whatever. Oh, was he in something else? He was in uh, the Incredible Hulk movie as like some technician. Oh, right. was, he the, was he in there with, in the computer when yeah. he was, okay, when he was trying yeah. to find the information in the computers? I think so, yeah. Hmm. So they've done it before, but. That, that's just like really cheeky though, the way that yeah. he's like a principal now yep. in the future. <laughs> it's his grandfather. So yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. Um, so yeah, they established Captain America as the leader. He's the first Avenger and you know, they hit another home run, Marvel did. And, uh, I I don't want to skip past this one. Um, it ends pretty on a down note. He goes down in the plane, you know, mm-hmm. to save the day. And uh, it was important they did that because they set it up for him to wake up in the current timeline, mm-hmm. which I wasn't really thinking about at the time. Stupid me. Right. Uh, they, they were just starting to pepper us with the, the idea of an Avengers movie at this time. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, I forget what... what how, how did he's he show up ex- in this movie? He's in extra scenes. After, the extra after scene? they thaw him out at the end. After is this the one him. with Tony at the bar? No, that's Hulk. This is after they thawed him out, they found him. Because the movie starts out 
they find the plane in the ice at the beginning of the movie, then it kind of goes backwards and tells you why they found this plane in the ice. Of course, it's Cap in there. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, Nick Fury. We haven't mentioned him yet. He's such a, an important character in the, all these movies. First of all, he's Sam Jackson being Sam Jackson, which right. is always fun. Right. But he, he was that guy that kind of would pop in in these extended scenes these, these you know tra- at the end of the movie and start to let us know that it's being tied all together. Well, yeah, he was at the end of uh, Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, he, he really wasn't a full – he wasn't in the movies until, I think, Avengers, right? No, he was in Iron Man too. Was he okay? Yeah, he okay, was. Okay. Forget about Iron Man too. That's a pretty good movie. I like that. I don't know if we're gonna get to that though. Maybe we'll talk about that at the. I don't think it's in our ten. It's not. Yeah. It's not. <clears throat> yeah, it's not. Okay, um, Nick. Anything else you want to share with with Captain America? Your favorite Marvel movie? Uh, it was kind of cool. Um, the the Doctor guy, Armin Zola, Zoller, Zoller. Yeah. That uh, Zola, he, I think Zola, that the weird little guy. It's yeah, right, that right here. he. Uh, Toby Jones. Toby Doctor. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Ar- Arnim Zola. Zola. Yeah, because I I kind of read about that character, you know, kind of you were talking about like with Jason, maybe if he's not familiar with somebody, he'd look up like on Wikipedia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. So he was somebody I'd kind of done that with and saw that at you know at some point down the line that he basically becomes. Almost like Krang, like from Ninja Turtles, you know that it, it'd be like a like a robot suit with really, like, yeah, kind of kind of that kind of deal. Oh. But uh, and you got bits of that like in the next. Well, his consciousness was inputted was in, in like that computer. Yeah. So, so you got like bits of that in the next. So Captain they might America be following movie. through with that after all. Well, I mean, I don't. I think they're done with that now. I I, I don't think they're gone full blown robot suit, but <laughs> but they had his conscious in a computer. I mean, yeah. you know, it it touched on it. Speaking of that, kind of rewind backwards to Homecoming. Okay. Ned in the comics ends up being a bad guy. Oh, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, he becomes uh one of the. I can't uh, remember the, his his one of, one name. of the. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, but he ends up becoming a bad guy. Who's like the the main villain in Spider Man? I can't think of his daggone name. Uh, what, like Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Yeah, doesn't he become a goblin? Is he a hobgoblin? I think so. I, I thought that's maybe what I'd read at some point, and I was like, I hope that they don't do that. But they had multiple Green Goblins, didn't they? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he so. he he definitely becomes a bad. I can't remember who it was though, but yeah, he does become a bad guy. I remember reading that and thinking, oh man, they, he's such a likable character. Like I hope that they don't do. Well, something. they may not because they well, don't... they did it with Harry. Like they were best friends and then they became enemies. Well, they, they don't always it. follow the. No, they don't. The comics, to they the... don't, and I hope they don't yeah. with that. Yeah, because like Norman Osborn, Harry Osborn, I'm not sure who else has been Green Goblin, and I don't know who was Hobgoblin. Well, yeah. see, I think if I remember correctly, we have this wrong. It's been a long time. My brother was more to Spider-Man than I was. Norman is the Green Goblin. I thought Harry was the Hobgoblin. Well, there's more than one Green Goblin. I think you're right. I think they've both been Green Goblin. I mean, I don't know for sure, but... That's the thing they do in comics. They kind of, like, hand the roles down. The the characters get... They take up the mantle. Right. I, I feel like there's even more than just the two of them. Yeah, I think the, Green there's been multiple Green Goblins, I think, over the years. Yeah, I can't speak to it, so I probably shouldn't say, but I, I remember reading that, Jay. That's a good yeah. point. 
And I hope they don't follow through with that. I, I really like enjoying Ned. Is him like innocent little Ned? I want him to always be the the shy kid with the fedora yeah. hat, <laughs> who wears it because it makes him feel confident. Right. Um. All right. So let's see. Where are we done with Captain America? Uh, I think move kinda, on. Kind of ramps it's, it up. It's a real solid movie. I, um. Yeah, I would I would think that a lot of people would have put it where around where I put it, but it's it's cool that maybe, maybe just over time, you appreciate the Cap character more and more and more. Well, it's not a, it's a new, it's not a really overly complicated story either. It's no, you know. I just feel like when it came out, people were just like, "This is a safe movie." There's like four names according to this. There's been like four Green Goblins. Oh, Nick's looked I, up on his on his yeah. uh, phone. There. I've He's, never even heard of these other two. Though. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some of you people out there who read Spider-Man more than we do um, can leave in the comments. If, they, if you guys know, like, let us know. I, I'm curious. Who, who is it that Ned becomes? I don't, I don't know. Uh, oh, there's the name. Hobgoblin. Yeah. He becomes Hobgoblin? Hobgoblin. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yep. never mind. Don't leave a comment. <laughs> there's even more Hobgoblins. <laughs> You're too late. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, there's six, six Hobgoblins. Hobgoblin. Oh, which that name, he, that guy, Phil Ulrich. Ulrich. He was, he was Green Goblin and Hobgoblin. <laughs> Spider-Man's been around for a long time, <laughs> I guess. All right, what's our number six, Jay? Well, number six would be The Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. We're going right into the sequel, basically. Oh, which, right. yeah, I kind of already mentioned that one a right. little bit. Yeah, Winter Soldier is... Which, now, this is where huh, Dr. Zola is actually a computer. Yeah, they, they go down into that bunker, the old... Um, where. Steve became Captain America. They go down to that lab down underground, and yeah, he's there. Okay. They try to blow him up. <laughs> uh, Bucky is the Winter Soldier, and that was a cool reveal. Yes, that was very I cool. I don't remember like anybody seeing that coming when he was revealed. No, I don't think anybody did. And I really enjoy how Black Widow kind of got involved in this movie. Yeah, she teamed up with uh, Cap, and uh, they really made a good team. Mm -hmm. And I like how Black Widow kind of is able to play both sides pretty well. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's just like her espionage kind of background where she's able to do that. But uh, this this movie, um, this is like the first movie I feel like where people started talking about the the Marvel movies as like legit movies. Like this is kind of like a genre movie. Yeah, like a kind of like a spy movie, you know. Like it's it's not a it's not a superhero movie. It's like a legit spy kind of, you know, just that evolved, kind of just yeah, just like yeah, just that kind of movie. It's a genre movie. We didn't mention uh, our individual picks on this one. Oh, okay, go ahead. Jake. Uh, Winter Soldier for Ron was number six. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, it was number five for Nick, mm -hmm. and I had it at number eight. Okay. Um, I really feel like they kind of. Started um, developing Cap as a like a fighter almost like with, especially with the shield, yeah. kind of start seeing Cap use that shield in ways you hadn't seen before. Yeah, in that opening scene where he's on the boat, I, I really love that scene. You know, like it all start. It starts out basically with him like jumping out of a helicopter, yeah, into the water with no he, parachute. Yeah, so he's you're really seeing like how powerful Cap is. I wonder if Tom Cruise can do that in the next mission. He <laughs> <laughs> tried if they'd let him. I'm sure they would never let him. Oh, you also get another reveal of another character in this movie, Crossbones. Oh, right. Yeah, they don't they kind of reveal him towards the end, I guess. Uh, no, no, he was one of the yeah. He, he was one of the. Uh, well, he's a 
soldier, but he's for... He uh, works he's for S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield. Yeah. He's, he's kind of like but, a muscle, kind of like... Well, know. he's an undercover Hydra guy for, which, that's in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. It was that, a little disappointing, I think, though, that in Civil War, that he was just yeah, doing so he was, little. Yeah, he was kind of just fodder, basically. Yeah. Oh, right, in the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I just went ahead and pulled that up. So, in this movie, you get Robert Redford, another big name, big yeah. actor name. And it turns out he's kind of like the bad guy. Sorry, Mr. Pierce, I, I forgot my phone. Oh, Renata. I wish you would have knocked. This one just really shook up the Marvel Universe because, like, unveiling that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. has been compromised, with, yeah, compromised by Hydra. By Hydra. Yeah, it's so, like nothing's been the same like ever since this. No, point. yeah, they've they've kind of been working underground ever since this, haven't they? And you get the introduction of Falcon. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Falcon. Sam Wilson. <laughs> I, I really enjoy the Falcon character as sort of uh, Steve Rogers' most trusted, you know, friend or whatever. Friend, yeah, well, he's always going to have his back, and he does. He eventually becomes Captain America, doesn't he? I think in one iteration in the comics, he he does become Captain America. I don't know if I could see him like able to carry that role necessarily. Well, I think this is just speculation. I think if Cap has a demise in Avengers Four, I believe yeah, the will. new I believe the new Cap is going to be the Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. Mm, I, even him as an actor, I'm not sure. I don't necessarily. Well, he well he's also been. I think he can pull it off. Was it was it in Black Panther where he kind of been rehabilitating? He was in Wakanda. He was yeah, he's the White wolf. wolf. So he's a totally different person now. So who don't know? Maybe. What if he's related to Mr. Wolf? What did I say? Don't do shit unless. Unless what? Unless you do it first. Spoken like a true prodigy. <laughs> oh, from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> that would be awesome. But yeah, and it's hard. It's just kind of like this spy movie, like. One of those Harrison Ford Patriot Games kind of movies. Right. Kind well, of, I mean, you even saw the Hydra was all the way up into, like, you know, politicians. Oh, <laughs> Gary Shanley. Yeah. Well, him and the other guy that <laughs> He did. was the senator from Iron Man 2 or whatever. Yeah. But this isn't the place to talk about it. It's a nice pen. Thank you. Come here. Hell, Hydra. And the, the one ball-headed guy that they almost dropped off the roof, they threatened to drop off the roof to get him to talk. Uh, was he a sen- well, he oh was- oh I know who you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah he he definitely uh, was deep in you know yeah so he was like agent something or other I yeah. he had glasses and he was bald yeah you know. and then yeah right he, they pretended to drop him off the building well they did drop him off the building but Falcon but caught him Falcon caught him so. um man was the action's solid the story's really good and there was that yeah. mention of uh, Doctor Strange's name that's right. Because it's towards the end of the movie, he goes, uh, you got guys now that can uh, crawl up walls? Uh, and then, how did they mention Dr. St- oh, they mentioned Dr. Stephen Strange. They said yeah. Dr. Stephen Strange in the film. Yeah, they said his name. So there were some, you know, nods to some future characters that were coming about. And what Ant Man, that's when he was talking about it. He said he knew a guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, that was like, uh, that we, and that, that scene kind of showed up as another. Right, it, it was a. Was it part of? Well, no that that uh where he's uh, referencing Ant Man was later on because Ant Man ran into him in Civil War is where they kind of ran into that in scene the, that he's talking about. But what movie was it that he referenced that in? 
in, in Ant-Man, he ran into the Avengers bunker, and that's where he met Falcon. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's he right. mentions him. It's the the snippet. Whatever movie was right before Civil War. And so then, because when Civil that, War came, was that Ant Man? Then when Civil War came out, he knew about Ant Man. Yeah. So Ant Man must have come out right before Civil War, then, right? So it was Civil War where he said, "I know a guy," and he went and got right. Ant-Man. That was the the extra credit scene for whatever movie that was at the end of when he referenced that. Because remember, remember, he's got the Winter Soldier. I feel like such a nerd right yeah. now. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another notable thing about this movie that I got to mention is it's the first movie where we get the Russo brothers. Yes. Who had become the, you know, the guys. The quintessential directors. Mm-hmm. They go on to do, they went on to do Civil War and then they, they did a phenomenal job with Infinity War and they're doing Avengers 4. So, Which Civil War, I don't even really consider it a Captain America movie. It's an Avengers movie. Everybody says that. <laughs> Everybody says it's like Avengers 2. I mean, it might as well be. Yeah. It very much feels like an Avengers movie. And especially after the Age of Ultron was kind of disappointing. Yeah, it was kind of a little bit of a... Hmm. We didn't have to wait too long. I, I, they probably, I, think, um, I think Civil War came out the summer after the Age of Ultron, so we didn't have to wait a long time. We kind of did get another Avengers movie right away. That's um, correct. But yeah, so Civil War, re- really good movie. I mean, not Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it ends. It ends with all of the uh, you know the hella carriers and stuff going down in flames. Uh, Shield is is revealed, like Nick said, that there's compromise by uh, Hydra, and they no longer can rely on Shield anymore. Right. Well, the end scene in this, I just remember what it was. What's it that? was Bucky going to the museum to see the uh, exhibit that Captain America was in, because he came in. He remember he was standing there reading it, and then he saw himself. Uh-huh. With the howling, uh, what are they called? The, howling commandos. The howling commandos. Because yeah. he kept calling him Buck, and he didn't, he couldn't remember. Oh, yeah, because he didn't know. He, kept, he couldn't remember. He, he was still brainwashed. He, yeah, he couldn't He couldn't bring himself to injure or hurt him. It's like he knew something was there. Once he knocked the mask off, right. and he knew who it was, and he was in shock initially, he couldn't, and, he, and he, he's been protecting Bucky ever since. Right. You know, all through Civil War, and... You know, all the way up, all the way to, you know, Infinity War, basically. Mm-hmm. He was not going to give up Bucky. And that's how much he meant to him. But, uh, yeah, so, cool cool movie. Great movie. Yeah. All right, so what would be number five now? We are at, correct, number five. And we just got done kind of sort of talking about it. Civil War. Wow, so they're like back to back to back. Yeah, like the Captain America trilogy is like right all together. But it's it's probably the strongest of the trilogies when you think about Iron Man yeah. and Thor and Captain America. Yeah. They're the strongest. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're definitely right about that. Which is why Captain America is like so vital to the, to the Avengers. So What's going to happen when he dies or whatever happens? If yeah. he dies, if he dies, we don't. It's know presumed that. that he will, obviously, because Chris Evans has already. Said yeah, he's already kind of said I'm film, done. So he said he's done, and uh, you know, I believe him. Well, I feel like he said he was done even before he did Infinity War. Oh, I guess before he. Oh, let's not go any further. Let's yeah. check our own personal scores on this. All right, so for Civil War, uh, Ron, you had it at number five. Yeah. Five Nick or five. Yep. Had it <laughs> at number seven, and I had it at number two. Wow, okay, nice. Jay. Why don't you tell us uh, your favorite part about Civil War, Vincent Chad, so high? Oh, man, it just... 
it incorporated so many characters. Spider-Man. Well, you got Spider-Man. We kind of mentioned it before. We got the. You got two major reveals in this movie. He grabs the shield of Captain America. You got Spider-Man. <laughs> hey guys. And you got Black Panther. That's which true. Was yeah, really yeah, cool. Black Panther which was really cool. Which was really cool. Just you know, just the way they brought. I love everybody that scene together. where like Cap was chasing the or Black Panther was chasing Cap. Yes, on the freeway they or whatever. Running down the road. Yeah. That was that fantastic. was way cooler than any of the action scenes in the Black Panther movie. That was a really cool scene. Unfortunately, uh, well, just the beginning of the movie. I mean, you just jumped right into the movie and it was action from the jump. Oh yeah, because we just mentioned. Uh, and one thing that was really cool in that opening scene, uh, where they. They're in that garbage truck, and they run into, I guess, where they were keeping that chemical or whatever it was that they stole. They ran the truck into that. That was real. They really ran that truck through that concrete, all that stuff. That was. A, I think I read that, too. That was a real stunt. That, wasn't, that was not CG. Jay's always going to appreciate that. Oh, yeah. It's number two because of that. Well, no, <laughs> not just because of that. Because they didn't resort to crappy thought, pra- uh, special just, effects. Right. Well... Crappy CG is crappy CG. I yeah, don't God. know what to tell don't you. Don't get Jay started on crappy CG. <laughs> George Lucas <laughs> ruins the movie for Jay. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, just all the different characters that were involved and the, the story. I mean, because you were, you know, you found out that Bucky is the one who ended up killing Tony's oh, parents. Oh man, that last scene was devastating. Right. With, yeah. with uh, it all seemed like things were going to work out okay. Iron Man showed up to help, and then and then all of a sudden you're left with. Bucky, Cap, and Iron Man down in this, you know, like the the main villain, the what's his face, uh, Zemo. Zemo, yeah, his his plan came to fruition exactly the way he wanted. He it was to. gonna have them basically beat themselves from within. The the villain was so calculating. Yeah, it was great, and the story was just phenomenal. And by the way, isn't Civil War one of Marvel's like keystone yes. stories? Yes, it's where the Avengers basically split. And face off. It's they become fractured more or less, yes. and it's it's like Tony versus Cap, and they're friends. They don't want right. to be against one another, and you know the whole thing. The you know the whole thing boils down to whether or not they're going to sign these accord. What are they called? The are they? Uh, is the it called accords. the Wachovia Accords? The, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, and um, Tony, who's feel he's fresh off feeling all that guilt from. The Iron Man three and uh, the first Avengers, like he's just feeling all the guilt. All the blowback and Ultron. Yeah. Right. So you know he's he's like yes I um, I think we should we should become a, we should be held accountable and you can see his side but then you can also see Cap's side who's like you know like we we ought to be able to operate in the shadows you know like we have to protect the people who are willing to fight you know you can kind of, you can see where they where he comes from so it was like Team Cap and Team you know uh, uh, Stark. And uh, let's see, how, how did it go? It was, well, Stark, of course, recruited Spider-Man. You got the great scene with May and all that. Um, but he also had, of course, uh, a War Machine, and he had... Vision. Vision, yeah. And then, I guess, then also he would have had... Um, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, yeah. Mm, he, or were they? He didn't have Scarlet Witch. Well, Scarlet Witch on Cap's side? on opposite sides? Yeah, because Tony was the one that wanted to keep her grounded and keep her locked up. So she she ended up going with. I'm pretty okay. sure she went with Team Cap. Um, Black Panther. Black was Panther on, was on, on Team Iron Man. Yep, he was on their side too. Uh, and so then Cap had a, it was Cap. Was Ant Man also? No, it was Cap. No, Ant Man was on Ant Man. Yeah. Uh, I think Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, because Ant Man was riding on Hawkeye's arrow. Yep. 
Uh, that, that airport scene. Can we just jump to that? That's what this movie's all about. Oh, yeah. that was a comic book cover right there. Oh yeah. God, yeah, where they're like running each other and. No, I mean the Ant Man on Hawkeye's arrow. Oh, that was a comic book cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. Little tidbit. But you know, yeah, it all kind of like culminated into this clash of heroes. You know, they're all friends. They have a history with one another, but they find themselves fighting. Right. And, and and I like it too because like a lot of them are kind of pulling punches. They're not really trying to hurt one another. Just trying to keep up a show. Because right. you had Hawkeye and, and no. Widow, Black Widow. You know, they they find themselves on opposite right. sides. We know they have a friendly history. Right. Yeah. Well, it's because didn't Scarlet Witch call him out for pulling his punches? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she kind of noticed. But you know that that was all of that was phenomenal. I mean, really, the only the only characters you were missing was Thor and Hulk. And of course, they were. Ragnarok. Off, they were off Ragnarok. And What's, what is up with Thor and Hulk? Well, because there was that weird dream sequence from Ultron where Thor, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he kind of envisioned the whole Ragnarok thing, so to speak. Yeah, so he, he was off. Um, but but by doing that, you get to ha- give some of these newer characters some time to shine. Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Scarlet Witch. You know, like They wouldn't have had as much time if, if Thor and, and Hulk were there. So it's just a masterful job of utilizing the characters, all the actors playing the characters perfectly. Um, uh, Scarlet Witch has become one of my favorite characters. Like I really enjoy Scarlet Witch. Well, I said, when she was introduced in the uh, Ultron movie, like I just did not care about her. Well, or Quicksilver. It, and it I, was the way they chose to introduce them. Seeing as at the time that movie came out, they did not have the rights. Oh, they couldn't call him mutants. Mutant. Yeah, you're talking because about the extended or the the post credit scene. Where well, were they? What were they called? Uh, enhanced. Yeah. So to speak. Like and Captain America. I and apparently they were supposed to have been enhanced by Loki's scepter, which oh, okay is not true because they are yeah. uh, which Magneto's children. Which movie? I mean, it's not really important, but whichever movie that had that post-credit scene that introduced them, it was before that, Ultron. I'll admit. Well, I mean, obviously it's before Ultron because yeah. they're introduced in Ultron. It was but, the one right before Ultron. But I'll admit, I had to like read to find out what was going on there. I had no clue. Like, what the heck did I just see? <laughs> right. Know? It was very bizarre because it, yeah. it was. Can you re- refresh my memory? Because I don't remember that. It, it was basically just like a lab, and they were kind of in cages. Yeah, and and like Quicksilver. I mean, like all you see is like this blur, like little going little. back and forth. Kinda oh, in okay. Cage. I kind of remember that part. Yeah, and she was just kind of sitting on the on the ground, wasn't she? In in her cage, kind of just. She so they were something. in cages. Wow. Yeah, that's lame. Yeah, I mean they're like locked in a room or something, but yeah, yeah. I mean I, and it goes by so quick. I was just like, what did I just see? <laughs> yeah. Sooner or later, they will meet the twins. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see this movie again just so I can get another look at that ending credit scene. And so, you know, I had to read, and even after reading, and been like, okay, so that's supposed to be Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Okay. And to make things even more confusing is in the X-Men universe, they had another Quicksilver, like another version. Right. Who yeah. was cooler. He is cooler because he's, well, he's funny, and they do those great music montages whenever he's... yeah. In action, kind of, when they, they just, use that slowdown yeah. effect to great, great. Fox 
totally hit that out of the park with with him. Yeah, and, yeah. and they were able to actually use him as like Magneto's kids or whatever. Too. Right, like, and kind of use his character properly. And there's even a reference to Magneto being his dad because when he shows up in uh, Days of Future's Past, and he he breaks him out because he's the one who breaks Magneto out. So you can move metal with your with your mind or whatever. And he's like, yeah, he goes. My mom knew a guy like that. Oh, once. yeah, I remember that. So, like, you know. Throwaway. Yeah. Not a really a throwaway comment. You're meant to grab it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, Civil War. I, f- I feel like this is one of those movies we just don't need to talk about all that much. It's a great movie. It's, it's, it's the best story of all the movies, I think. I mean, it could definitely, I think it could definitely rival the original Avengers movie. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see somebody making an argument. I wouldn't make that argument myself personally, but. It it's really a beloved movie. People really dig it, and it's only five on our list. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Civil War is great, um, and also too, like we're we're finding ourselves talking about these movies a little bit less and less because we've mentioned scenes already when we were talking about other movies right, at the right. early part of our countdown. Right. Right. You can't help but to talk about these movies well, as a whole. Since you know? they're all connected. Right. Yeah, they're all connected. So you can't help kind of sometimes to to talk about them because our list isn't chronological. So you no, know. not at all. Speaking of the list, shall uh-huh. we move on? Yeah, let's move on to number four. All right. Number four is the original Avengers movie. I'm kind of mad this is only four. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about like the rankings here. Let's let's go over it. Okay, Ron, you had it at number one. I did. Nick had it at number six. Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had, well, I had it at number five. Okay. So... Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and start going to bat for the Avengers, I yeah, guess. I mean, right it had away. to be number one for Ron if he's mad. It's yeah. right. <laughs> Avengers is one of the very few movies for me in my history of watching movies that gave me a, a feeling of awe when I'm watching it in the theater. Very few movies ever did that for me. Maybe Jurassic Park and Terminator Two, Avengers. I was watching these movies in the moment, just pinching myself going i can't believe i'm watching this this is so good this is so much better than it has any right to be mm-hmm. and it, it was it was the fruits of those early movies right it was the kind of the culmination of those movies coming into one was it the official end of phase one it had to be right mm-hmm. i want to say yes i think you are correct yeah they well okay so joss whedon yeah. came on board yeah. for this movie and he, you know, he directed and wrote it, and it has all those like funny hallmarks of his. And I feel like he deserves credit for the sense of humor that has sort of continued on through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We had moments where, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is just sort of a charismatic, kind of funny guy, so he's able to make have some humor. Thor had like no sense of humor in the first movie, um, that, that I could tell. Uh, Captain America, Chris Evans is a pretty funny guy. Usually, no, no he did have a funny one. He did have one funny thing. Remember when he, when they were talking about Loki, and, he, and they said something about, you know, well he's he's your brother, and he went, well he's adopted. But that's an Avengers <laughs> though. That was yeah. in this movie. Oh okay. Yeah, he goes, he's like, what, what was it he said? Like, I care how you speak. Loki is beyond reason, but he is of Asgard, and he's my brother. He killed eighty people in two days. He's adopted. Yes, because <laughs> he was ready to like get defensive and get and like take up for Loki. It was adopted. That was a great line, but that's yeah. Whedon. I mean, that, yeah, that's, yeah. that was all his humor. And um, it, as great as that movie looked, and as, as much credit as it deserves for bringing Hulk into the, like, what he is yes. now, 
they nailed Hulk. I mean, oh, good yeah. God. It was just like, wow, where has Hulk been all this the, time? Well, it was the first time you actually saw a good version of him. Now, I'm not saying Edward Norton didn't do a good job acting, but the Hulk, the way he looked, just left a lot to be desired. And a lot of that's credit to uh, Mark Ruffalo. And I guess they were maybe trying to make him look a little like Ed Norton, but it just didn't work. No. But this one is by far... The transformations, the humor of Hulk. Everything Hulk said was like a punchline. Loki... My favorite villain of all the cinematic Pewdie God. Pewdie God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I love how like Loki's kind of you'd you'd seen Loki before. You'd, his character had been introduced, but um, I feel like what am I trying to get? Like he was like another one of those kind of sympathetic villains in a way. Mm-hmm. He's just really trying to get his father's respect. Right. Um. He he has a complex. Obviously, his his. His brother is the actual son of Odin, and he, you know he's he he's got a bit of an inferiority complex. And um, oh gosh, who's the actor that plays him? Tom Hiddleston. Tom Middle Hiddleston. 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 Yeah, he's he just he's so phenomenal as Loki. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's kind of the beginning where you start you start seeing the characters pair up. Uh, Stark and and uh, Banner kind of gravitate towards one another. Um, Thor immediately starts tangling with Hulk. Um, you know, all, all those like little kind of side relationships start forming, mm-hmm. uh, and and then the, the you start seeing that rivalry between Cap and, and Iron Man. Yep, mm-hmm. you know that starts showing up in this movie. Ego is kind of like I wouldn't say Cap had an ego, but he's definitely he feels like he's the leader. You know, and and Tony Stark's kind of a like kind of he's going to lead, but his way, and he's he'll do it all by himself if he has to. He doesn't yeah, care. Kind of a little bit. He'd probably prefer to do it all. A little by flamboyant, himself. arrogant. Yeah, he is arrogant for sure. But all of, all of the all the characters mesh so well. You have a really good villain. You get Thanos, right? Thanos is like the first well, kind of. You get him at the very end credit scene. Yeah, and it's and that was actually not CG. That was an actor in makeup. Okay. So and that's why he looks a little different there. He's a little bit different shade of purple, and he looked a little bit different because it was an actual person and it wasn't. CG, because actually, even in one of the other in credit scenes, I think he might have looked just a little different than he actually looks now. Yeah, he does look a bit different now than. But he did then. to their credit, now he looks fantastic. <laughs> he I looks mean, so. He good looks now. real. Yeah, I mean, the CG in Infinity War to make little five ten, you know, Josh Brolin look like Thanos convincingly. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. fantastic. We're going to get there. I, I don't want to talk about Avengers a whole lot because we've already talked about Avengers a bit when, with Nick and I. But, I mean, it's... I don't nec- I know you guys think it's a great movie, obviously. You're right. not crapping on the movie. I right. know you guys agree with a lot of the things I'm saying. Um, but I, it, it is one of the early great movies. And we've had so many good movies piled on top of us since then. Right. Um, Coulson. Yeah, you get Coulson. Yeah. That, well, he kind of was well, the... He, he was, was the used. catalyst. Yeah, he was kind of used to to bring them all together after he died, and then he went on to that show. <laughs> it right, was yeah. the I guess it's still going. Agents of Shield. I don't. As far as I I've think never watched a single know. episode. I don't know if it's on. I haven't either. I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, ABC had some shows. We yeah, get Maria really Maria Hill it. too. I know she's not as big of a character, but she's introduced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. 
the the fight scene at in in Manhattan with all of those big creatures like the like wormy looking creatures well, the, the punches well the initial fight scene with Thor Iron Man and Hulk or Thor and Iron Man and a uh, Cap in the woods yeah that was pretty pretty cool because the first time you saw all three of them together and they're fighting each other yeah oh and I like how like Tony kind of made fun of Thor's dress and attire or whatever all right point, all right, point break <laughs> <laughs> that is great and and I love the scene where they're kind of trying to contain Hulk and he's changing on when they're on the helicarrier. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so that that was all great. So that but everything going on in that scene, like Iron Man's fighting to try and save the, you know, the engine, and he's working with Cap for the first time, really. Thor's keeping, you know, he's fighting the Hulk. Thor basically. and Black Widow are trying to keep Hulk busy. <laughs> they. So I don't know. I love this movie. I don't necessarily need to go too much to bad for it. No, it just, it was just you know it was done very well. That's I can you, still watch it today. Like it, it's you know, it feels so grand to me. Still, I don't think that movie's ever going to be a bad movie for me. Oh no, I don't think it could ever be a bad. The effects movie. are so ahead of their time, and the writing is so good, and the story's so fun. Yeah, I'm just always going to really cherish that movie. Anyways, that's my favorite MCU movie. That's good. We'll just move on from there, I guess. All right. Number three, we're in the metal round now. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. All right. How do we each rank these? Ron, you had three, which is where it's at. (laughs) No, he's got two. I'm sorry. I looked down at the wrong list. I'm sorry. Uh, Yes, Ron does have it at two. Nick has it at three. I have it at six. Explain yourself, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. I had it the highest, so I guess I'll... To me, this was like such the sleeper hit. Oh, yeah, because I don't think anybody was expecting this to be what it turned out to be. I remember when... Because, you know, they they always will announce, like, the future lineup. Yes. And so I remember there was, like, all these logos of, like, the future, like, Marvel movies coming out. And Guardians was one of those logos I saw. And I was like, hell's that? Guardians of the Galaxy, what is that? You know, I, like, never even really heard yeah, of I it Yeah, I really before. wasn't too keen on it at all and either. And so even then when I, like, looked it up, like, what is that? So I look it up, it's like... Really? This is the B Squad, isn't it? Well, it was funny when I like they're gonna. That's gonna be a movie. I can't see that happening. It's a tree guy, a <laughs> raccoon. I, yeah, the well, raccoon. We knew the Rocket ra- from the games. Well, the, the rac- Marvel, the Rocket, the ra- I can't talk. The raccoon kind of had me thrown off when I first looked it up because I was like, seriously, they have a raccoon. <laughs> but I mean, he's like the one of the best parts of the oh, film. Oh man! Well, oh, Bradley yeah. Cooper is a great, likable, funny character. They really actor. pulled it off. I yeah. mean, him and Groot are fantastic. I could yeah. not picture it at all. Like when I looked it up, I was like, "How is this going to be a live?" It's almost like movie? they didn't have a ton of confidence in it either, because it got dumped to August, which is traditionally a movie or a slot where they stick a movie they have not a lot of confidence in. So but, even then, it was it it probably budget wise was low for them. I imagine yeah. there weren't a lot of big name stars in it at the time. You know, Zoe Salda or whatever her name is uh, Zoe Saldana Saldana and. Dave Bautista, who again yeah. was no, really nobody much. He, he hadn't done a whole lot of big things to that point. I mean, he was kind of out there, but not, you know. Yeah, and Chris Pratt was like, you know, he, he was kind of like the dad bod chubby guy from Parks and Rec. And, Which he dropped know. all that off. Oh, he, he got like ripped, dude. Yeah. He got ripped. And I liked in Parks and Rec, too, like there was this like little funny scene. You, you watched it. 
Nick, right? Parks I, and Rec. I'm in the middle of watching it. Oh, okay. Well, there, there's a point when you realize you, you can automatically tell when he lost all the weight in the show because there's like some comment where they go to um, England or something, I think, and one of the characters are like talking to one another, and uh, he goes, "Wow, man, so you lost all that weight just by stopping drinking beer?" He's like, "Yeah, I know, right?" You know, because he always kind of had that like little chubby to him. Yeah. But yeah, and he he, I think that. All of these actors, every single one of them, will forever be known for these characters. They'll always be tied to these characters. Well, you had a bunch of other people in this film, too, because Josh Brolin was actually in it, because Thanos was in it. You meet Nebula. Yeah. Then you had, uh, oh, what was the main bad villain, uh, bad guy? Oh, uh, I, I, I had his name a second ago. I got it on the tip of my tongue, because he, <laughs> he was in Lord of the Rings. Did it start with an R? Lee Ronan, Pace. it's Ronan, Ronan, I, Ronan like the yeah. destroyer. But what's yeah. his? What's Lee the Pace. actor's name? Oh, the Lee actor? Pace. It's right there next to Lee okay, Pace. Lee Pace. Yeah. Who, well, I don't reckon he's in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he, he had blonde hair. You can't. You couldn't tell it was him. He was one of the. Uh, oh, he's in Captain Marvel. Do you guys know that? It says here that he's in post production yeah. for Captain because, Marvel. Because, because Captain Marvel goes backwards. It takes place in the eighties. The Randall. Huh. So yes, he's gonna be back. That's cool. So, yeah. but yeah, you get that character. Well, then John C. Riley's in it. Oh yeah, yeah he's <laughs> what a bunch of a holes. Corsman Day, and then you got uh, obviously will you meet Michael Worker's character? Uh, yeah, Yondu. Yondu, yeah. Uh, Benicio del Toro, you get to meet him for the first time as the oh, collector. as the collector, yeah. And then which Gwen, is important as Gwen far as Close the stones go. She's Nova Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so another big actor from I mean, so the seventies, eighties. A lot of characters, and it just. But I, this, you're right, Nick. This kind of felt like Marvel's hubris. Like, is this going to be the first? clunker that they release and i think most until you saw the first trailer which was one of the best trailers i feel like when i saw that first trailer with the ooga chaka ooga you know and they're like doing the lineup and like peter's got the finger going up a wonderful trailer when i first ever i first saw the soundtrack oh soundtrack is so good well after i saw it the first time i thought wow yeah this is marvel meets star wars this is marvel's version of star wars it was great it was it was and i guess it's why i had them one too i had a real similar feeling to the avengers movie where like i knew i was watching something real special Mm -hmm. like i didn't want it to end you know this is such a good movie all the characters are like good characters it starts out on a pretty hard note When Peter's mom. Oh God, the cancer scene. Yeah, that was like, really hard. Oh to watch. my God, dude! Talk like, about a hard. Oh, it was rough. Yeah, and then he sees her on the bed at the end too. Right. And like, oh God, you're right. That was tough. But again, you know, um, Chris uh, Pine. Uh, Peter Quill. Uh, Pete, well, Chris Peter Pratt. Quill. Yeah, Chris Pratt. I mean, he just his eyes. Like he's just able to emote so well with just his eyes. You know, mm-hmm. like you feel his pain and like in everything, mm-hmm. and he. But yeah, Star Wars or Star Trek, even kind of like he felt like a Captain Kirk kind of guy. You know, he's like he's like sleeping with an alien at one point. You know, <laughs> she's kind of in his in his the uh, Alyssa Milano ship or whatever. The Milano, yeah, the Milano. Yeah. Milano, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like he kind of has this. He's he's the Maverick. You know, he's he's. And like all of his references are from the '80s when we grew up. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Colin Rocket Ranger Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what that was until you explained that to me. At, Did wow. he have a reference to David Hasselhoff in this? Didn't we well, called one of them a Ninja Turtle or something at one point? <laughs> but I love the scene too, where because like Peter's, he's trying to, he's looking for notoriety. He wants to be this famous kind of guy. And there's that one character who finally gives it to him that first scene. He's oh. like Star Lord. Yeah. And it, instead of being like worried or concerned, he's just like, "Yes, I finally know who I am." It's Kevin Bacon that he referenced. Kevin Bacon, yeah, yeah. So Footloose, Kevin Bacon, it's the greatest movie ever. 
Um, but you know, it, but it, it builds those relationships, you know, like obviously they're all kind of separate. It's Rocket and Groot and Peter's by himself and Gamora, you know, we knew, we know that she's the daughter of Thanos. Right. Her and Nebula both. Right. So, you know, again, I don't know exactly how much we can talk about this movie. It's so good. It just, you know, it's one of those early movies, one of those right. great early Marvel movies. And you movies. actually get an infinity stone in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the dance-off, bro. Yeah. <laughs> doing a dance, you big dummy. <laughs> yeah, though, I love And that's just all Crips Pratt. That's just his personality. Um, but, yeah, he, he grabs the power stone. Is that what it is? Yeah, uh, bl- it's the purple. Uh, it was the purple, the purple one. one. The purple one. Yeah. I believe it was the power one. I think. I think you're right. Yeah. Groot dies. That was pretty yeah. crazy. He forms the cocoon around him. Right. Have you seen the uh, what? Um, I keep wanting to say post credit scene, but that's not what I'm looking for. I like blooper, like the gag reel, where they do that dance off thing. And the uh, no, I haven't seen this. Lee Pace, you haven't you haven't watched the blooper reels? Uh-uh. Dance off, bro. Me versus you. It's on. Diesel's Groot. Vin Diesel's Groot. He somehow he somehow finds himself in some other highly successful franchise. Yeah. And all he has to do is say, "I'm Groot." Yeah. <laughs> he gets paid a lot of money. Um, but yeah, the humor the humor of Groot like he doesn't say a lot, but it's kind of one of those like Star Wars things where he's saying, "I am Groot," but to yeah. Rocket, it's a whole dialect. And right. He, he's he recorded that one line like a ridiculous amount of number of times is that right oh man i've I've read somewhere like i don't even remember what it was but yeah he probably he, had to get it just right he, he said that one thing like so many different ways i can believe it yeah that's i never even thought of that so yeah even though he doesn't have to memorize anything he still has to like as an actor how many times can you say that and mean it make it mean something new each time yeah. so give him credit oh i like vin diesel don't get me wrong i think he's actually an, an underrated actor really Ever since I saw him in Saving Private Ryan. But, uh, you know, just really funny movie. And uh, has a lot of heart. A whole lot of heart. Maybe the most heart out of all the movies. Would you guys maybe agree with that? Like, does this movie have the most heart? Possibly. I mean, Captain America's got heart, for sure. But, I don't know. They feel that they're like a, they feel like a for real family. Yeah. Whereas the Avengers yeah. are kind of, they just call together because they have to. Yeah, you know the, the they feel if you feel like they care for one another by the end of the movie, a lot. Yeah, I can see that. Got to talk about Dave Bautista in this role. <laughs> we we'd <laughs> mentioned him in the other movie, but yeah, what was that line? Uh, it's like, like I will catch it. Oh yeah, well he was like something about like it'll go over your head, and he was like it would not go over my head. My reflexes are too quick. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the way he delivers these lines are so damn good. And I, I don't know if that is um, James Gunn's influence or if that's just all Batista. Oh, no. But it's, he does it very well. He, he takes to it like a fish out of water. I mean, he... It's 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 the movie that he was born to play. I feel like, and like Rocket, like forever, like me, like I need that guy's leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's even doing that stuff. Infinity War. I'll get that arm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but like he doesn't even need the eye. He just want no, not the leg. Yeah, I was like I just want the leg. He do it. He <laughs> do it. No, no, I don't need that. <laughs> right, because he's asking for all this stuff, and you're just like, I assume it all goes together somehow. Like, all right, here, here it is. Oh, you really got it. <laughs> I had to pay that guy a thousand credits, <laughs> and I love that they're all hustling. And then there's that scene where there's just it's just like Chris Pratt trying to bargain with the guy. It's like, I really, you want my what? <laughs> oh, and uh, there, there was um, the funny scene where they're all kind of imprisoned. And uh, it's kind of like um, Drax's uh, introduction scene where he goes over to the guy and he's like, takes his knife. And he's like, oh, that's my favorite knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That always makes me laugh so hard, the way he says that. My favorite. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this is just, you know, it's a hilarious movie. It's like the Joss Whedon thing where, you know, it, it's meant to be funny and light. And it's the uh, the cosmic, I guess, what do you call it? Like, I don't, when it comes to comic books and stuff, you know, I, I know that there's all these facets to the comic book world. And they're always, they, well, they, but they talk about the cosmic and the magic and stuff. And I think it was like the first time they actually did, like, did that. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and Doctor Strange obviously kind of fits into that. Because this def- definitely didn't take place on Earth. This was outer space. It really opened up the, the you know, galaxy, I guess. Right. To everything, you know. It, and it, as it, great as Captain America and Iron Man are, there's other stuff out there. And it right. really connected them, too, by starting out on Earth. Right. You know, With Peter, Peter being Quill, on Earth, yeah. yeah. And then the rest of the movie being out in outer space. Right, yeah. that's true. Kind of get, that. That was our, in, you know, in with them. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Okay. Why don't we move on to number two? We got some for sure. Some more to talk about with number this final two. two. Iron Man, the first. Mm-hmm. Um. Now that says something right there for like right. the first movie, the launch, the MCU, and it's ranked number two on. You know, right, our favorites. It holds up so well. Yes, yeah. it does. Now, where does it rank on all of our lists, Jay? Uh, let's see here. Ron, you had it at number uh, four. Four. Uh, Nick had it at number two, and I had it at number three. So all of us, top three within yeah. the top know. three or four. Yeah. yeah. Robert Downey Jr. in his big comeback role. Yeah, and he f- hit it out of the park. Hollywood was done with him. You know, he made some. Like James Gunn made some real bad mistakes in his life. He gets a second chance, and you know, ran with it. He he definitely ran with it, um, and he's been fine ever since. And uh, but who was the character that there was an actor that I feel like you were, you know, because everybody saw okay, so there's an Iron Man movie coming out. Not a lot of people knew much about Iron Man, myself included. And but but you were familiar with him, and I remember you right. talking about like there was an actor that you would have preferred. To see, you remember who it was? Oh no, it was back in the day because in, in no, the comics, was... Tony Tony is a little bit older in yeah. a lot of the comics. So I had talked with some other people about it. It's back when we worked at Charter. Yeah, and our our conclusion was the best actor to play the part would have been Tom Selleck. That's right, because he had the mustache. Yeah. He was a little older. Yeah, you know, and it, it, it really is pretty good actor still in his own right. Life. So like you know. There's and he was Iron never Man. linked to the role or anything. No, right? no, no. It was just like, you know, thinking off the top of your head, looking at the base material, going, yeah. who kind of looks like that fits that part? Yeah, it's fun to, like, imagine right. who would be the right actor. But, yeah, you know, everybody looked at Robert Downey Jr. and was like, really? 
this guy? I, I don't know about this. But then he just like... Well, he hadn't made anything a long time. And then he was park. in that movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Shane Black. Mm-hmm. And he was good in that. Kind of showed that he could still act. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, he's just like the biggest star in the universe again. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you got, you got uh, Iron Man is introduced. A great origin. Just it, great, great origin story. You got a little bit of an introduction to the, well, the Ten Rings, but it's, you know... Not exactly. That never panned out. Like the comic book. <laughs> it was really cool the way you know they utilized the very first Iron Man costume, and you kind of see how it evolves. Right. For sure, because Tony is a tinker. He's never satisfied. He's always improving, and he's just he does that up till the latest movie. Well, yeah. then you had you know they kind of had the same concept with Ironmonger's costume was a lot more like the original Iron Man costume. Yeah. yeah. Ironmonger. Um. So Jeff, uh, no, Jeff Bridges, yeah, Jeff Bridges. I, he was fine. I know a lot of people like talking about him Stain. not being very. Uh, I thought he played it pretty well. Yeah, Obadiah Stane. Yeah, I thought he did. I mean, the job. final fight, granted, wasn't much. He just kind of blasted up way high, and then, right. You know, the, the, the fight scene, but that's not what this movie was about. It was right. just introducing Iron Man. Right. Well, it was about you know Tony finding you know that there was more to. They're just making did, money, did yeah. Just making money. Well, yeah, because the movie starts out. He's just this, you know, arms dealer taking over for his father. Um, he's obviously a brilliant scientist and stuff, but he's applying it to you know weapons. They say the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I respectfully disagree. I prefer the weapon you only have to fire once. That's how Dad did it. That's how America does it, and it's worked out pretty well so far. And it was cool the little how you went down in Tony's lab or whatever, and the iron, the uh, Captain America shield was right. down there. Yeah. You saw it. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because that was like the first like, I guess first nod. He like it was used the first it to movie. prop something up. Right, and there's that. You know, yeah. you've got that Captain. Like, what the America. hell is Cap's shield doing? Yeah, right, exactly. Propping that up. Yeah, it was just sort of there as junk almost. It was like a prototype of the shield or something. Oh, and I read that in the original script at the end of the film. Where he said, uh, you know, I am Iron Man. He wasn't supposed to do that. He ad- oh, yeah, yeah. He ad-libbed that, that and then yep. they decided to keep it. Because it's so great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I- I've-, I've read that too. That was like yeah. right on the spot. Yeah, he just did it on the spot, you know, and they were like, whoa, wait a minute, that works. Yeah, that kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get a we have another roadie in this movie. Yeah, you get introduced to roadie. <laughs> yeah. That was Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, who's great. Right. Um, and, but, you know, I, I love, uh, was it Cheadle? Don, Don Cheadle. Cheadle. He's great. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good move, I guess. Well, I think it was all about money. I think after the first one happened, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard went, might have been a bigger star than went, Robert Downey Jr. at the time. He went back and asked for more money, and they were just like, no. no. So he said, I'm walking. And they said, okay. Bye-bye. Walk on then. So, I mean, they, they, well, they, that's Marvel's MO. They don't pay out a lot of money. You know? They... Uh, John Favreau was the director, which is really right. unusual. He directed yeah, Elf. Yeah, and he was in the movie too. So yeah, he gave himself a nice little part. Yeah, <laughs> but it worked out great. Uh, we get Pepper. You know, she she's introduced. So the movie had its stars. Right. But I mean, just the movie looks so good. Well, yeah. I mean, plus, I mean, every, when it came out, I think everybody's a little skeptical. Like, how are they going to do Iron Man to make it look good? Not look, you know, fakey or like. Terrible CG. So much credit goes to John Favreau for that decision to, when when Tony's in the costume, he's actually in it. He's well, 
not just not really that though. Where I was going, like the HUD. The HUD. Yeah. yeah. It you you're not covering up his face. You're letting Robert Downey Jr. be like act with his his face. And, yeah. And they you they use that all the time now, but I, I love that decision. But wasn't there Such an actual? A, wasn't there an actual costume in some of the scenes? He's actually in a costume. Yeah. There's there's a point where they went to that kind of effect where they just you know like kind of go behind him and they don't even wear a helmet ever. But I think in the first movie he did. Yeah, it was like a piece that you know was there. Now, now I think they just wear like a collar or something, and then they CG everything. Well, any which way they did it, it turned out it looked very great. well. Yeah, it looked really good. Uh, it's a re- it's a story of redemption, right? You know, which is it's like and a he's comeback. not and he's not an actual superhero. He has no super abilities. I mean, no. he's really he's like smart. well, he's Batman, right? He's the right. Batman he, of he the Marvel, Marvel universe, Batman. right? And everybody loves Batman. He's got all the money and resources in the world. Like in the Justice League movie, like, what's your special power? I'm rich. Okay, yeah, you're rich, but you're also like really smart and intelligent and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, like Tony, he's he's you get a you get a sense that he's the smartest person in the world. Right. <laughs> There's no limitations. Like he thinks it, and he has all the resources to build it. And uh, it's yeah, I love it. It's great. So that you you all you can always count on like meat toys and gadgets. Um, he's and very resourceful. <laughs> just right off the bat, this movie was Iron Man was our favorite character. And when he goes, when Robert Downey Jr. goes, I thought he was gone, you know, at one point in that, you know, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I was like, here we go. This is the end of Tony Stark. We're seeing one of, somebody's going to die and this is how they're going to do it. And they, they ended they up swear. not. They, they threw know. the curveball. Yeah, they did. They cheated a little bit. But uh, he got his death scene, but not really. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I just love this movie. It's great. Well, I, mean, I can watch this movie again and again and again. I think it was just surprisingly good and just it's almost to the point of being like believable like hey this could kind of happen. Yeah. Cuz there's good point. no there's nothing in the film that's supernatural, magical, you know, anything there are no like powers, that. I mean, yeah. You know, and that's what something that uh, kind of concerned me a little bit as the MCU kind of progressed. Like especially like I guess when you start getting to like Doctor Strange and stuff like that. Yeah. Cuz it's like you know, it's it's kind of started out and it was building up like not too terribly like fantastical, you know, and and, and now they're starting to introduce more of the magic and stuff. They like pulled that. the curtain back more and more and more. So, right, yeah. right. He, he's so intelligent and so cunning, you know. Like that's his only advantage. That's the only way he can stay in the game. Right. Yeah. So, but it just it, it kind of like you know the comment I was making with Guardians. It's just yeah. when I hear like this other thing coming out, it's like, well, how are they going to do that? It doesn't really fit in the universe. Yeah, uh, they they make it happen. They, they, they make fi- they well, they they made it happen by keeping us separated, till till just recently. Right. So. They they kind of you know spoon feed you a little bit at a time, and yeah. and it just evolves. And they yeah. slowly kind of it kinda sinks in, in, right? Kind of naturally, yeah. organically. Yeah. It's not. It's not at all jarring when you finally do see them all together. Yeah. So, psh, twenty twenty nineteen movies to get there. Right. Yeah. They, they got there just perfect. Um. Anything else we can say about Iron Man? And I, you know, again, I don't want to scoot too far. Great past movie. It. Great soundtrack. Yeah. AC DC. Little Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was really happy that they were able to get that license to the Iron Man. Yeah. It was really cool. Like the trailer was great. And, and at first, it was just like Robert Downey Jr. Again, he buffs up. That's kind of been a common theme for like a lot of these Marvel movies. The the actors they they hire these guys who aren't huge, and they'll they'll always get in great shape. 
Right. Like, you know, Paul Rudd with Ant-Man. You know, they always got to have a scene where they show off their abs or something. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, he's been hitting that gym way hard. Yes, indeed. Whereas in the, in the, well, we're going to talk about this movie some more. But, like, <laughs> what was it in Infinity War? They they were joking about the Star-Lord looked a little soft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was a joke in there, I yeah. think. I think it was just like that mustache or something made him look chubbier. But uh, yeah, Iron Man's. Uh, it's I've heard people say that they feel like it's like a near perfect movie. It's it's yeah, it's right there at it. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. I, I, I'm just not the the hero type. Clearly, the truth is, I am Iron Man. Without further ado, should we go on to number one? As if people don't know. What could it be? We've only mentioned it a million times already. <laughs> Boom. That's the steelbook, in case you guys can't tell. That's that's Infinity War. It's um that's Thanos. And right it doesn't there come out until Tuesday. Yeah, how'd you that's get this right. early, man? <laughs> Got my connections. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just came early. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Infinity War, which is Avengers four or three or or you know, three and a three. half, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> It, it's the movie that everything led up to, basically. And um, so, how did it rank on all of our lists? Let's see. Well, uh, you saw the movie and instantly was like, "My number one." Like you didn't even have yeah, you didn't even like, need to think about it at you all. You and I were like, you know, I don't want to just immediately say that I loved it, but I don't want to just immediately say, "Yeah, that's number one." Yeah, I never, I never, I always try to pause and give a moment to think. Yeah. Well. It just was one of those movies when it was over. It was probably the most uh, gratified I'd ever been from watching a film. Like it was just like it was gross. Just like, if you seen the Big Bang Theory, like at the end of it when they see the Force Awakens and they're you all were like, smoking a cigarette, uh, like Jay. <laughs> you did look pretty gratified. I think we saw that movie together. Yeah, we did. And it was just it was just like. Holy cow! They hit this thing out of the park. Yeah. Because I mean, the whole this whole time you've been leading up to Thanos, the whole time, it's and you eighteen getting, movies of foreplay. You get like tidbit here, tidbit here, tidbit finally, here. The release. Yeah, it finally it was, it was here, and it was just I don't know, man. It was great, but yeah. um, our individual rankings. Uh, Nick had it at three. Ron, Ron, Ron had it. At I'm three. sorry, Ron had it at three. Yeah. Nick had it at four. And I had it obviously at number one. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess you should go ahead and speak to it as much as you can. Uh, give you the first go. Take the first crack at this. Well, movie. I mean, you got all kinds of cool stuff going on. You actually. I mean, you already said it was the actually, culmination. You know, you get Thanos, and then you get like some backstory on him. You know why he's doing this, and then you see, you know, the backstory with him and Gamora. How you know Gamora became his adopted daughter. His reasons make sense. Yeah, I mean it. it yeah, I mean, you get the black. Nobody order. agrees with the means to like. No, 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 no. But it makes sense. And then you get like you know you get the introduction of the Black Order, which they're all kind of. Oh my god, cool they were so characters. cool. Yeah. yeah. Who was the one that ended up on Earth where he would just kind of like, you know, yeah, like you are in the control. presence, of like. Yeah, he was cool. Oh my oh, god, was that Ebony Ma? Yeah, Ebony Ma. Hear me and rejoice. You are about to die at the hands of the children of Thanos. Be thankful that your meaningless lives are now contributing I'm to sorry, the balance. I'm sorry, Earth is closed today. Okay. The other, all the other ones were neat, but he was the standout. 
of those characters. Oh, and I saw something the other day that's uh, that got pointed out online that I had not noticed. Uh, I can't remember what the biggest one's name was, the really big one. I have no idea. And that scene on Earth, when they're kind of walking down the street, if you look on his hip, it looks like he has a Captain Marvel sash on his hip. What would that mean? Like her cape or whatever. Like, I don't know. But they pointed that out, and they sh- hmm. they showed it. Then they showed the emblem at the end of the film, hmm. when you see in the extra credit thing, thing yeah. and it was yeah, like, yeah. wow, they may be onto something here. So I don't, I don't know. Huh. Well, because it's implied by that in credit that right, she's going to be there to save. But the it day looked like her him. cape was on his huh. his waist. So we might see him again, is what you're saying? Uh, no, I don't. I think they didn't he die in the film. Well, but but Captain Marvel's in the past. Oh, he could be uh, from the yes, yeah, in yeah. the new Captain Marvel movie. Correct. Uh, it's just the way they did everything. I mean, like, I mean, you start out and Thanos is fighting Hulk. Oh yeah, it's like, we have a Hulk, <laughs> dude. I mean, that was and great. kicks Hulk's freaking ass, right? Well, not at first. Yeah, at let first him have Hulk, his fun. <laughs> at first, Hulk was kind of you know waylaying on him a little bit. Then all of a sudden, Thanos just showed his, you know, showed his cojones. Yeah. I mean, he beat Hulk so bad he didn't even want to come out and be Hulk right. anymore. Right. <laughs> Pretty much how the movie went. Nearly killed him if it wasn't for the one guy that we were. You were saying, like, right. did he die in this one? What's his character's name? It's Idris Elba, and you know the actor. Oh, Hamdale. Hamdale, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Hamdale did die. His kind of final act of uh, valiancy. Just it sort appears of saves that you know, him. obviously at the beginning, Loki appears that he dies. Of course, you know he's yeah, done this before. And got let's away go ahead and get out of the way too, man. Like so, th- this movie, there's a lot of people that yeah, it's heavy. A lot of people die supposedly. Yes. Uh, and well, then you know Tony gets to meet Doctor Strange. Of course, you know, they have a pretty cool conversation there at the beginning. They're kind of going back and forth at each other. Uh, and then, obviously, you know, the Hulk, you know, falls out of the sky, basically, because Heimdall made a uh, rainbow bridge and sent him to Earth because yeah. Thanos was going to kill him. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he risked his life to save uh, him, which just, is interesting. And then Spider-Man, he comes back into the mix, and you get to actually see the Iron Spider, which was really cool. Yeah, they teased that suit in Homecoming. Yeah. You got to see him use it. And then the Guardians actually finally get pulled into the mainstream with, you know, the That's Avengers. what a lot of people were really looking forward and to. That was, you know, Similar to how the Avengers movie, like, ooh, what's it going to be like when they finally meet? And oh my gosh, when Thor ends up on the uh, the Milano, that is some of the funniest stuff. <laughs> when he's calling Rocket, rabbit. <laughs> Sweet rabbit. <laughs> and it, what was it? Uh, well, because... Quill's like instantly jealous of Thor because they're all in awe of but him. Like Rocket, oh, yeah. But Rocket's like, he looks like an angelic pirate. <laughs> Quill's like talking like him. Are you mocking me? Yeah. <laughs> and Draxy had those lines like, you know, that he would move so slow that. Oh, know. yes. I'm certain you cannot see me. I'm invisible. I'm Hi, Drax. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just. It was just fantastic, and you had all, and it was like nonstop action the whole time. Yeah, there it was. was something going on the entire movie. Yeah, you know, I mean, just and, and then Thor got a. Uh, look, can we talk about like the whole part where uh, Tony and and Quill and all of them kind of meet? Right, and, uh, he, that was really good. <laughs> they're too. having like a back and forth. It's like, wait, are you from are, Jesus? Are you from Earth? <laughs> You're from Earth. I'm from Earth. I'm from Missouri. Yeah, that's on Earth, dipshit. What are you hassling us for? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like they're having this great back and forth. Yeah. And, you know, Quill's like, eh, that plan sucks. Let's go with my plan. And the plan was actually a really good plan, we find out. Nearly had him. Right. But, again, Quill gets to show off his his emotion, his range 
when he, of course, learns that Gamora dies, we yeah, think. Right. I mean, he throws right. Gamora off the cliff yeah. well, that's, to, uh, you know, to gain access to a stone. And then we get our Red Skulls back in town. Yes. That yeah. was, you know, it was fantastic that he showed back up the way he did. And he uh, kind of transformed from, like, this kind of ghostly kind of figure, and then he sort of, like, bec- he reveals himself as Red Skull. Well, I think now that I, I read that now that Thanos has the Soul Stone... He can leave that planet now. Yeah, because he was like cursed or yeah. something. So to Red Skull watch can leave that. now. So, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and that's how you know the Russos were kind of insinuating that he's probably going to show up again. He'll make a comeback. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I hope so. I mean, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Plus, you get to see Thanos, you know, gather the stones. He's got the gauntlet. Yeah, he's got the so gauntlet, man. Until the, the point where, like, you see that hopeless kind of slow motion fight scene on Wakanda, where yes. they're all kind of taking their shot, and he's yeah. just. Instantly, first thing he does is he puts who's he? He puts the Hulk in like stone. Yeah, you know, like he kind of goes like he kind of just does like this, and then he like goes. Is it the Hulk that he does that too? No, uh, I don't remember. That was a. What well, was the, he was in the Hulk Buster? It was it was him though I think. Mm, oh but, yeah, um, uh, Banner. Yeah, was Banner in was Hulk. in that Hulk yeah. Buster stuff, yeah. but you know he he kind of like disregards him, and he gets caught in like the stone or whatever. And then, you know, yeah, they're all taking their shots. Cap's got that, you know, like he's holding him back as best he can. And like Thanos is almost kind of looking at him like, <laughs> this is nothing. My mother's name is Martha, too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Lord, don't go that there. Great. Uh, that won't work. But me. it was so devastating because uh, Scarlet Witch had to make the, be- you know, she had to kill Vision. Right, and after you kind of seen where they were yeah. kind of moving on with their lives a little bit, they were. Oh man! But and yeah. how like heart wrenching was that though? That you know she did that sacrifice for nothing, and then he just like pulls back time, rewind yeah. time, rewind yeah. time, and right, yeah. It was really cool, but it was it was like this it was this heartbreaking thing, and then yeah, he rewinded time, and then he just rips it like out of his head, yeah, in yeah. front of her, right, yeah. and then he just kind of turns this gray like. Husk of a guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because he's just an android, and that's what right. was, you know. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, then you get to see Stormbreaker, Thor's new axe. That was cool. That was pretty. Uh, cool. When he showed up with Rocket on his uh on his shoulder or whatever, great, great moment. Yeah, that that was one of those like tingle moments and I like to talk cool. about. And it was cool how Groot made the handle. Oh yeah, he yeah. chopped off his arm to make yeah. that handle. Yeah, yeah, because um, uh, Tyrion <laughs> from uh, what's his name, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. I really enjoyed his little part in the movie too. Yeah, it's like you will perish or die. And he's like, "I'll be dead." Yes, that's what it means. <laughs> 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 so much. There's that humor there, you know. Yeah. Like this kind of it was Joss Whedon esque. Oh, and was it uh, was it Scarlet Witch that was just kind of like waiting, like watching with Vision? Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, what's yeah, the girl like the Black Vision. Panther movie? Black Panther's yeah, sister so then, is trying to. Then when yeah, she came down and started taking everybody out. She's like, "Why has she been up there though?" Yeah, yeah. She was yeah. trying to get the stone out, like and not kill him. She was staying behind as a last resort, and right? They but they needed her. They were yeah. getting their ass kicked. But down she was going to try to remove the stone and keep him alive. Try to separate the two. Let's talk about Wakanda for a second. Um, kind of disappointed. <laughs> A little bit. How so? Well, you always kept, would hear about how technologically advanced Wakanda was. And, you know, it's so much so that they keep it hidden from society. You know, like, you can't even really, like, see. That they didn't put up more of a fight? 
Well, they didn't put up much of a fight, but also I, I wasn't really impressed with the way like the way they used their tech. They kind of showed up on those like hover tanks or whatever and dropped them off. But then they just fought with, you know, just on the ground. Like Yeah, they're like really I guess all you see is like the shield that yeah. they're all breaking through the shield. Yeah. Yeah, well and the, and the shield's great and all, but they end up getting they went under it. Yeah. Right. You know, like I, I just was kind of disappointed with Wakanda. Especially since it was like such a big part of the movie, like you saw him, you knew that Wakanda was going to be a big part of the movie. Yeah, right. like in Black Panther, I mean, there was all kinds of like flying vehicles and right. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, that's how you know towards the end of the movie they're trying to fly away to you know take the tech out into the world and yeah. So I, I didn't even think of that, but I, I see the point. Yeah, I just I wish. I wish they, they could have meant more, you know? Like, I, I was just disappointed with it. Unless it was just meant to be that, you know, no matter what they did, since he had the gauntlet and he was going to have all the stones, and no matter what they threw at him, he was going to defeat it regardless. So, I guess. You know. But yeah, just all of that, all of that, you know, it, all of that advantage, home court advantage they had, and they just, it didn't really seem like they did much. Right. But, you know, it was, it was a really cool scene to look at. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? Although I have to say, like anytime like a big special effects movie kind of uses these CG creatures as like a main foe to fight, it almost kind of doesn't mean anything to me. Like it was kind of like another example in Suicide Squad. You guys have seen that, right? Mm -hmm. The part where you know there's all those turned creatures and they have like no facial features and they're just kind of like they don't mean anything. Yeah, it's just it's just wave after wave of. CG creatures. Yeah. They look dogs. It's all, I don't know. I, I don't know, like, I don't necessarily know, like, what I'm getting at there. Like, if I'm complaining or just, I wish, I wish they could have been different. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, cause, uh, Thor shows up and just, like, wrecks house. Yeah, he comes down. And, like, and nearly kills Thanos, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Just really, if he'd gone for the head, is what he'd said, I would have gone for the head. That, that's, that's just wanted to bring that out there. I just, Wakanda. I just wondered what you guys thought about it. If it lived up to the hype for you guys. I guess I didn't wasn't really judging it like that, but I mean, now that you say yeah. that, yeah, that, there's a little bit of merit there. I see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all I really. Oh, it was really cool to see Black Panther and Captain America charge ahead real yeah. fast when they were like leading that attack. Yeah, that, that was, was way cool. cool. Black Panther is such a cool looking character. And I'm, just, Sol- I'm waiting for them to use him in a way that I'm going to be blown away. And then when Winter Soldier got a new arm, that, that was yeah, he cool. got the new arm. The uh, what's the material called? Vibranium. The vibranium yeah. arm. Yeah. Yeah. So he's really powerful. Now, a rocket wants that arm. <laughs> get that arm. <laughs> get that arm. <laughs> um. Let's see. Let, well, let's talk about the big thing in the movie: the the deaths right. and the the disappearing and all that. Such a all of, every every one of those felt really heavy. Yeah. Especially the Spider Man scene. Yeah. It felt like it took longer. <laughs> For dramatic reasons, right? Yeah, and he's he felt like he was dying in Tony's arms longer than because other people were just they'd stand there and they just, just gone. you know That's like it. they didn't really understand. Drax looks at Peter and he's like Quill, you know, and they you know they just kind of yeah. fades away. Mm-hmm. But it was weird because you're like, wow, what's going on here? Like I, I was really kind of shocked at who all faded away. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody anticipated it to be the the older guys. They're gonna be the ones gone, but they the original were, Avengers were kind of the main ones who didn't the ones go away. Stayed. Yeah, yeah. So it's surprising. Like, wow, they're Black Panther is such a po- popular character, and Spider Man such a popular character right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I can't well, believe that they well, got I rid think of them. That's where whatever is gonna happen in the next film is gonna reverse that, 
then probably what you're going to see is, I would say you're going to see Thor, Cap, and Iron Man possibly. Pass the torch, and yeah. I think you're right. Well, they're going to rely, they're going to lean on those characters a lot. You know, I spoke before about how they always will release the upcoming movies, you know, their release schedule. Mm-hmm. But they haven't and, this time. Well, but you know that there's another Spider-Man movie Well, coming. yeah, you know that. Yeah, yeah. And good that's point, why, good well, point. Well, you know there's another Guardians, so they're yeah, going to be back. Yeah. And so I feel like that it it took a lot of that impact away from right. if that you think scene. Of it, right, if you Man, take, that is such a good point, If Nick. you think of it that way, because, I mean, they're going to be another Black Panther. And I had Black that Panther. in the back of my head. If, if we, There'll like, be another Black Panther If film. I didn't know there was already a Spider-Man movie coming out, another Guardians movie coming out, it would have been like so much more impactful for me at least. Right. And that's why that that's the only reason like why I enjoy the movie as much as I did. Like I don't know if you guys know this about me, but well like when a character of mine dies like in a film, like I don't want to watch it anymore. Right. Like I, I distance myself from Transformers. I've distanced myself from Logan. Yeah, that's a tough um, one. you know, I don't like seeing it. And that's the best I don't care the movie's great. And I'm like that was a phenomenal movie but i don't feel like watching it ever again yeah i mean logan's the best wolverine movie because you actually get to see wolverine the way he would by be seen. far the best wolverine movie yeah makes me mad that we can't have any more now that's right yeah. but yeah that's a great point nick that you, you do a buddy movie with it Deadpool. undercuts a lot of that <laughs> yeah i think it's really unfortunate that you know it was known that these movies were already coming right yeah but there are some characters where you just you know maybe not know well and the, another neat thing, too, that I kind of liked is all the peoples that maybe faded off screen that they've kind of teased with us since the movie came out. Right. Like, oh, these characters are confirmed to be okay still. And then they even used Ant-Man and the Wasp that, that way. And, and that that was a surprise there. The yeah. ending yeah. of the film? Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. 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 yeah, they, they yeah. Only, only uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ant-Man's the only one who survived. I know, but what's his name? Uh... uh Paul Rudd's character, Scott, Paul Rudd. Scott Lang. Scott Lang, yeah, yeah. yeah Scott Lang's kind of trapped in the the multiverse, and that might be the only reason he survived. Maybe we don't know. Maybe the multiverse. That's is part of the fun of these movies. You know, you get to right. speculate. Like, was it just because it seems to be fifty fifty? And well, I mean, it was fifty percent of all the human life. That's what that yeah. was Thanos' plan. I thought it was in 50%, three. I thought it was fifty percent of all life in the galaxy. It was okay, okay. But all I'm saying is, if you got a group of four standing together. Two of you know, going. probably two, maybe not, probably not all four are going to go, but you know, it's just the odds. Yeah. But yeah. And you had that great post-credit scene too, where you see Fury goes and, uh, yeah, Maria both, Hill. both Hill and Fury. But mm-hmm. before, you know, he goes, he hits the, the beeper that calls Captain Marvel. I felt, that felt so good. You know, when that happened, cause it just kind of gave you a little bit of hope at the end of that movie. Yeah. Even though like what you're saying is true. I felt like, I still felt like despair, you know, like, oh God, that was heavy, man. That was really heavy. Yeah. But you know, you got, you know, you, and you know, she's a powerful character. Yeah. And uh, people are really excited about this movie that's coming out. So, but you know, let's let's talk a bit a bit about um, what do you guys think Avengers Four is going to be like? What's going to be Avengers Four? Mm, I have no idea. Well, you're going to see. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, okay. Let me let me let me ask you another question. Who do you guys think will either die or Go away after four. Thor, Cap. You think Thor's going to go away? Well, Hemsworth said he's not doing any more movies after this, and Chris Evans has said the same thing. Well, that's kind of a bummer when you so, know I these mean, things. Yeah, I mean, when I you, was going to say Iron Man and yeah, Captain him too. America. I think yeah. all three of them. Now, do you guys think? Do you guys agree with some people that are speculating that 
even though Iron Man will go away, his consciousness will continue. Like you may still get like Robert Downey Jr.'s voice as whoever takes the mantle for Iron Man. He'll become like the Jarvis kind of intelligence. The he'll live on in that. Mm. You, have you guys read that or heard about that? Mm. But I don't know if you're gonna put that much time into a film. Why would you just go ahead and play the parts though? Well, he doesn't have to get dressed up and all this stuff. He just shows up and do his well, parts anymore. You know? Though he doesn't. If you've noticed, all his Iron Man when he's Iron Man. It's all CG. That's why he has on the, one of those mocap suits. Yeah, you, you can't you can't say that like just showing but up I, for voice works. I easier. think though, like no, if, I'm not if there would is. be I'm like saying, that's what I'm not saying. I'm saying if you're gonna put the time in to do that, why would you just go ahead and act in the movie? I don't know. I mean, it's probably not. It's not as difficult. But maybe he can finally easy. let himself go a little bit. <laughs> Get a gut. <laughs> cheeseburger and a French fry. Yeah, Brah. man, I can finally have some carbs. <laughs> yeah. It seems to me though that if there would be like an Iron Man that would have like you know the Jarvis kind of thing, they would just be using Friday. Yeah. Oh, from the well, yeah, right. and that's. But did in the comics did somebody take over for Iron Man? I don't know. I don't know that I've ever seen that he's not Iron Man. Yeah, that well, that's a lot of the popular speculations. Like, who could be the Iron Man? People say the sister from Black Panther could be a, a good new Iron Man. Yeah. I think people are also saying she could be the new Black Panther until whatever happens happens. You know, like until Chadwick Boseman comes back as Black Panther. But I don't. I well, think she, I like the Iron she, Man. Did she theory. die or did she live? She lived. Okay. That was one of those like confirmed off screen. Like, did they live or die? Like, she's one of the ones I think okay. that lived. Because um, I know Bucky is rumored to be the new Captain America. Yeah. So, which makes sense. I mean, he was their best friend. So, I mean, that would make perfect sense. Do you think um, we'll continue to see uh, Black Widow, like Mark Ruffalo, Scarlett Johansson? Do you think those characters will continue on into the next couple movies? Or do you think they'll go too somehow? Because uh, you, you don't hear about them much. I Ruffalo. Hope, and I hope to continue seeing... You know, Black no, I feel like we gotta have some. I think you're gonna get. You're gonna get. I think you're still gonna get Ruffalo because I think his character is finally gonna arc in this movie because you're finally gonna see like the end product of the Hulk. I think. Oh, Ooh, and cool. and I think we'll be seeing more of Hawkeye, who was not in this right. at all. Right. Uh, yeah, I've read some things that say he's gonna end up. Well, he takes on the man like a new character. Ronan. Yeah. Well, I don't know anything about. Well, who's Ronan, Jake? Can you kind of like? Uh, he's. Sort educate of me. Kinda, I've read just very little about him, but he's sort of almost kind of like this ninja persona type thing. Does he do like a League of Shadows kind of thing? Does he go off and I train? I don't know where, because apparently many people have taken on the the character of Ronan in the comics. It, mm. So I, I don't know a whole lot about it. I didn't read a whole lot about it. I just I saw some pretty cool artwork and <laughs> he's a pretty cool costume. So... Um, I don't have a lot to contribute as far okay, as okay. that goes. Cause I yeah, didn't, I, didn't I don't want to. I don't want to put you on the it. spot too much. Um, but I mean, with the bow and arrow, how deadly can you be, really? I mean, <laughs> he's yeah. even joked about it in previous yeah, movies. Like, uh, Age of Ultron had that line in there. Yeah. Know, I, I just got a bow and arrow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did Tony call him, Legolas? Uh, yeah, in, he did. The first Avengers yeah. movie. <laughs> but uh, he has been gone, kind of out of the picture for a little while, hasn't he? Um, When's the last film that he was actually in? Was it Civil War? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was in Civil War. So yeah, he's been time. vacant yeah. since Civil War. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's been up to something, right? Why not? Um. Okay. I was just curious what you guys, how you guys oh, felt wait a minute, about he'd been that. Locked, was he one of the ones that got locked up? 
Oh, Wasn't yeah, with, on, with with Scott, Yeah, right? he was on the island, or the whatever you call that thing. The, I think they call it the island. Yeah, he got arrested. Yeah, so he was there. So. Yeah, because like Cap and you know the others, they they kind of they kind of got away and had been living kind of low to you know kept kept a low profile up until you know Thanos showed up. So yeah, you're definitely gonna see him. I think in this film, uh, I think you're gonna get a. Who's gonna give Thanos a run for his money? The Hulk. Oh, even though we've already seen him kick his butt. Well. You saw him kick Hulk, but as kind of the Hulk, not the Hulk with Mark Ruffalo's mind, or with Bruce Banner's mind, you're going to get, oh, you're gonna get a smart version of the Hulk, I think. There's a time. smart version where they kind of come together? Professor more? Hulk. What? Professor Hulk? Become like the Grey Hulk? Uh, there was talk of that, but I th- there's there's been a picture circulating around, like an early poster picture, and it shows the Hulk in a like Avengers uniform type thing. Hmm. So I think you're gonna get like all the Hulk strength with all Mark Ruffalo's mind, or Bruce Banner's mind. Cool. So, so where th- do you think Captain Marvel's gonna end up fitting into all this? Because she was kind of like the call for help. Yeah, I think she's the- gonna end up being like the thing that pushes the tide the other way. Is that right? I think. I mean, I think in the comic, if I remember right, in Infinity War, I think Adam Warlock was the one who actually defeated Thanos. I was gonna bring up him next. But they've not... Or are they saving him for Guardians 3? I don't know. Okay. Because they have not used him at all, other than the fact that you saw the cocoon. Have you heard anything, Nick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she goes, I'll call him Adam. Yeah. Right. And so there had to be some... That was like Dr. Evil kind of delivery. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> it was I'll call him Mini-Me. <laughs> uh, he is golden. Gold. I like gold. That was Goldfinger. Not Goldfinger, member. Gold Member, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right, cool. Defasha, defasha. <laughs> I was just curious because I mean, so many uh, like Doctor Strange, who you know was really giving uh, Thanos a good bit of trouble in, yeah. in uh, Infinity War. I thought. Yeah, he had a good fight. He, he really gave him a good a good battle. I feel like. Uh, so he, but he's not available. He's gone. Right. So it's like all your mystical and you know your, I guess Rocket's one of the ones that. Didn't get phased away too. Like I think I Rocket did survive. Like, yeah, I think Rocket's good. So yeah, it's like the original Avengers plus Rocket and Black you know, Panther's sister. Yeah, I, so I forget her name. And 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 also the the girl who plays Michonne from the uh, Walking Dead show, the who's got like the bald head kind oh. of the warrior. What was her name? Like, oh, Shuri or something. Mm-hmm. I think okay. so. You're talking about yeah. Are you talking about is the sister or the character I'm talking about? You're talking about. about the warrior chick. I'm, I'm talking about... The one about that's kind of like a warrior? Because that, that sounds like the sister's name to me. I'm talking about the uh, the smart... Um, the one that's like the Wakanda general of the girl. army or whatever. You're talking about the one that she's kind of like a general or whatever? Yeah. Of the Wakandan army? All right, let me see. Yeah. What's her name? Yeah, she's pretty tough. Akoya. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty tough. That's Akoya, and uh, the sister was Shuri. Yeah, the, okay. she's the the Tony Stark of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, she's she's like the uh, techie, one, yeah. you know, like the brilliant. But do you think people would like going back to your earlier comment that she could become Iron Man? Do you think people would buy that? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's um it's a hard thing to sell, obviously, to replace 
a character that's been the same for over ten right. years. And I, like I said, with I, with a relatively new character, <laughs> right? Um, I'd almost prefer they just keep building on the Black Panther, you know, uh, stuff. Well, can don't you, thrust those characters into such an important role so fast. Well, is there a possibility that you could recast the characters? I uh, I don't know. It's I'm sure whatever they they I'm sure this is something they've thought about long and hard for years. They must you knew have at some an point. You're gonna this is yeah, gonna happen. This I mean. is inevitable. You can't make twenty. I mean, twenty damn movies. <laughs> they just you can't keep yeah. making these movies. Yeah. So they right. they have to have a plan of some kind. They're just keeping it real tight lipped right now. Yeah. But I don't know what it's gonna be. I kind of hope they don't recast. I'd almost well, rather another character take the mantle. Well, yeah. what you could do. I, mean, I, I would just think that they it would just retire that character and just let new characters come in. Yeah, especially with all the new characters that yeah, they have I mean, access to now. You could do that and for a while, shelf them for a while, like retire them, like he's saying, to shelf them all. Because I mean, now they can bring in the Fantastic Four. You can bring in the X Men. There's a lot. But they don't of really cross paths with well, not this yet. universe. Not really yet. Much, yeah. Well, actually, they do. Oh, some, do they? Some okay. of the X Men. Wolverine yeah. was an Avenger. Yeah. There's a lot. Oh, of the you're X-Men right. You're right. Yeah. Just about everybody's so, been an Avenger, yeah. haven't they? So, like, yeah. I mean, you can definitely. Okay. But Good what they could point. do is you could start shifting. But then going, you got to worry about recasting Hugh Jackman, though. It's well, like, here's what you do: you start to kind of shift in that direction, go towards the Fantastic Four, the X Men. Start. You know, you still got your Guardians. You got all this, but kind of start shifting a little this way. And then once you start getting into those films, well, these other guys, Cap and Thor, Iron Man, they've all been on the shelf. Yeah. So people have kind of had a little bit of time to... Forget about them a little bit. Not to forget, but just kind of distance themselves. Yeah. Then maybe you recast at that point. That'd probably if, be the best thing to if do. If you want yeah. to, you know, continue on with that character and you don't want it to, you know, you don't want Iron Man to not be Tony Stark. Yeah. Or you don't want Cap to not be um, Steve Rogers, yeah. you know. Yeah, because that's the thing. If if you just immediately assume that they're gonna have one of these current characters are gonna have to be in that role, it's just it feels too weird. It's right. like forcing a piece into a puzzle. What's well, like like fit. now with? I mean, you probably don't want to do anything too soon with Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, you got to let that kind of settle for a. They little can bit. really take their time, and we don't even know with as far as the X Men go. Like, do now, does do Fox do still have no? Because they're they're the movie rights go right to Disney. Now, yeah. do you do? the x-men the way you did the avengers do you start doing you know the main characters get trilogies and you start introducing them because wolverine oh my gosh you could do so much backstory with him it'd be unbelievable yeah but you do the whole weapon x thing you could just do one film it's nothing but weapon x i, mean, I feel like the weapon x thing has been kind of teased and done before though. well they they teased it at the end of uh or in the middle of whatever apocalypse X-Men yeah, apart. yeah, that one scene where he's freed. Well, but in X Men Two was all about Wolverine. Well, and then really. there's the Wolverine movie. But that <laughs> movie was not. Done it wasn't well. great. It was but terrible. That's, that was supposed. That was the point of that movie. You're supposed to get that I mean, backstory. I, I kind of feel like the whole Weapon X thing is almost like you're talking about Uncle Ben with Spider Man. Yes, you know? I agree. But see, you never do. Got we the need real, to go which, Weapon X. But you again? never got to really see it because, like, yeah. the whole the way they did it in uh, Origins, they didn't even do the Weapon X thing. They just threw the adamantium, adamantium, and he escaped. Like there was no Weapon X. Like, but I mean, to a lot like, of people, that is what Weapon X is. No, but he was like unfortunately, a, but he was like a killing machine. Yeah. Like I mean, they sent him out and freaking like mutilated people 
Yeah. I agree, but I mean, it's like Freddy Krueger on steroids. If, if if they continue to keep taking their time like they have been up to this point, I don't think they're going to do Weapon X for quite a while. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. You They'll let tease it, Wolverine. Let the character die off a while, yeah. and then when you bring him in, kind of do it, do the backstory, and kind of get it right this time. You know? What do you think about Deadpool? What's gonna be? What's gonna end up happening to his character? I don't know because he's R-rated, and Disney said they would never do an R-rated thing. How do you take? But him Disney from, likes money. We know. But that. how do you take him from being an R-rated foul mouth character? Yeah. And make him just not foul mouth enough to be PG thirteen. Maybe they should just continue to sort of let him work along the fringe. With with like little jokes about like X Men characters not made being in the movie. <laughs> I love Ella Deadpool too. Like they're kind of in that room and they close the door real quietly. <laughs> Apparently, I think in the the super duper cut, there's more of that scene. Oh, that, I hope so. That'd be great. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I try not to get too far off on a tangent, but but you know they, I I kind of thinking. Well, people were like, well, they add something in four now that they have, but that Fox merger thing ended up taking longer than I think a lot of people expected. They end up getting in a bidding war with like Comcast or something. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see any it's gonna be a while, or Fantastic Four show up in this. I feel like they're like letting the X-Men franchise continue though, like as it is. Well, I see. I had read, saw some things that maybe that... Uh, Which is frustrating Phoenix. because it seems like every other movie's good. Well, I had read something from the next X-Men one, the, what is it, that the Phoenix? Yeah. Uh, that, that might get yanked, and so might New Mutants. New get Mutants, yanked, I think and they right. may just scrap both of them. Yeah, those both of the. Well, I think New Mutants was supposed to be up by now, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it supposed yeah. to come? Well, maybe maybe it was the end of this year. It was supposed to come out. Something, but, but yeah, I think. I, but I, it I, looked really kind of scary. It well, had a weird tone done, to it. Apparently, it's mm. done as a horror movie. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I remember seeing a trailer for it. I but I think they were like, remember we saw that with Logan, and Logan was like kind of freaked oh, out. Man. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to see that. That's really leaned into Yeah, I think they're going to like, because I, I mean, nothing's definite, but I've seen multiple things that said they were going to scrap them, then I've seen things that said they weren't. So who knows what they're going to do. Hmm. I know we, it's, but it'll be fun to, you know, wait and see how they turns up. And I mean, you could use some of those same characters. I mean, because some of these characters right now are really young. Yeah. So, I mean, you could bring them over. I mean, plus I'd like oh, yeah, to... especially the uh, one who plays... Um, the, well, the Phoenix story or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, Quicksilver. I would rather see that Quicksilver come over. Well, they, they can't do that, though, right? I mean, they... Well, see, I had read... That would really mess things <laughs> up. Oh, you're right, because he's dead in this universe. Well, you... How's that going to work? <laughs> now, maybe they could use him in the 80s, you know? like if it, I mean, I know they can't now, but that well, would have been a good use, maybe, of him. Possibly. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Um, I guess that's our list, right, guys? That's that's it. Is there um, any anything we'd like to talk about? Any of the ten movies that we that didn't make the ten? Oh, there was you wanted. Uh, I know you were really wanting that one to make the top ten. Yeah, I thought Doctor Strange should have. Well, oh. Doctor Strange wasn't my top ten. He was number ten. Okay, yeah, let's talk about Doctor Strange. That was for a, a second. I thought that was a really good flick. They like went way out of like. Benedict Cumberbatch, another spot-on cast. Yeah, well, they went like way out of bounds as far as like the you know the way they do movies and. Dormammu Moo really, was kind of cool. I like really that like pushing boss. the envelope with with those characters and. Just, it was like Inception, the Marvel movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was points. really good. I mean, I I liked it. Um, it it felt like just a good start, you know. Like I I I 
I've been and I do- mentioned it maybe, I don't know if I'd mentioned it in the recording, but I like Doctor Strange in the ensemble world more than I like it yeah. as a standalone movie. Well, I think you're going to get into probably yeah. a better, more, we'll get more, obviously, Doctor Strange 2 is coming at some point. Yeah, so. it's going to have to come. But I just really enjoy him playing off other characters, because he's such right. a strong character, well, too. Well, he has good yeah. banter, too. Like, he, I mean, he's yeah. quick. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as you say something goofy, he's on you. He's like... Really. <laughs> it was the scene with Tony. He was like, did you seriously just say something around there? He's like, are you seriously leaning up against the well of whatever that yeah. thing was? <laughs> yeah, he, he had a lot of snappy comebacks to Tony. Yeah, I thought I thought that definitely should have made it in. Uh, what else did we... Ant-Man, I guess, is one that didn't make it in that I kind of thought was, you know... Oh, I, was he in my top ten? I really like both Ant-Man and Ant-Man okay. and the Wasp. A lot of fun. Yeah, Good little caper movies. We just, you know, since Ant-Man and the Wasp is the most recent movie to have come out now, you know, we quickly added that into our list. Yeah. And, and uh, it, it surplanted th- the original. That, that yeah. actually ended up making 11. Yeah, yeah, because actually Ant-Man and the Wasp was my number nine. Yeah, it's it's a really fun movie. So, I really dug it. So that was very. 2018 has got to be their biggest year. I mean, it was just so every far, movie was yeah. good. Every movie was good. It makes you like next year. I think it's just the two movies. I guess with Captain so far Marvel. that they've announced. I mean, yeah. so. well, and I guess um, just a little um, little tidbits of detail uh, data. Okay. That. Um, so of like the phase one, two, and three, right? Mm-hmm. So in our top ten, fifty percent of our ranked top ten was phase three. So so oh half, wow, so five of half our, of them were the, the newer the movies. Newer movies, yeah. Interesting. And okay. So thirty uh, percent was phase one, and twenty percent was phase two. All right. So phase two was uh, I won't say our least favorite, but the least yeah. top ten, I guess. <laughs> That's cool. I like. Well, I like. like I like the, seeing how data the well, analysis of the. Well, if you think about it, Phase Two is kind of a lot of your bridge movies. Yeah. For the trilogy. Well, Phase Two also included know. Age of Ultron, which is all of our least favorite Avenger yeah, movie. I guess, which too. was kind of a yeah. It was a, just, if that had delivered more I liked on, it. I liked, I liked it. it too, but it just. You, I guess you just wanted it to be that much better mm. than the first one, and it really wasn't. It was almost kind of. I feel like the trailer was better than what it became. You right. Know, like, especially yeah. with Ultron. Which I thought, you know, the guy they had doing the James voice. James Spader. Yeah, he did a great job. He was. He had that got, ominous kind of voice. Silly a little bit. Yeah, he got almost too silly. Like you almost got too much Yas Whedon in it. Like it should have stayed. Yeah, a little you more, might be right. Like it should have stayed a little more serious. Yeah, and evidently a lot of that movie, uh, he, well, he he's not doing the movies anymore. He ended up doing Justice League, but I guess he cro- he butted heads it. a little too much with Kevin Feige and the the brass. Yeah. So, I well, I mean. He really wanted that whole Hawkeye scene out in the woods, and they let him keep that. But I guess the negotiations over that strained their relationship quite a bit. The Hawkeye scene out in the woods. Well, you know, they, when they go out to Hawkeye, you see, you meet oh, Hawkeye's so family. Oh, okay. It was secluded. So Maybe Kevin it wasn't Feige the woods. Didn't want that in the movie? I don't. I'm not saying Kevin Feige didn't want it in the movie, but I think that they were. It, it, he was straying too far away from the overall tone of what they wanted. Uh, okay. And uh, you know when when you're just when you're Joss Whedon and you've had that success of Avengers, you start to want to get a little more self indulgent as it happens sometimes. So I don't know. I I'll never know. We'll never know. But that that was not a full Joss Whedon movie. I don't think. I think there were a lot of compromises. Well, neither was Justice League. <laughs> I don't know. Eh, Justice League was fine. It was just okay. <laughs> it was yeah. It was okay. 
we we will do a show. Let's let's agree to do a show on the DC stuff. Okay. Yes. You know, not not just the failures, but Batman in general. And, and let's agree they should bring out a Snyder cut yeah. of Justice League. I don't think it's gonna happen, dude. It's probably not gonna happen. It, it is so bizarre. This whole like there. Because some people say it exists, and then other people say it doesn't. I think mo- the majority of it was there. I think there's some special effects that weren't completed. Some rough effects. Right. right yeah. So if they could somehow get the money together and finish the film. <laughs> well, you had told me you were excited that they were going to re-release the movie in November. Right. I had read some. And I was like, I didn't hear that at I all. Saw some- <laughs> I saw something that was you know, implying that, you know, that they were going to finish it and put it out. It's like... Like, why would they spend all that money to finish it when it was already a huge disappointment? I just, well, I mean, think about it. It's, they're two totally different movies, though, from what I've read. Like, yeah. tonally and, like, the ending. Like, one of the things I read was that you actually saw Darkseid because Darkseid is the one who actually came down and killed, uh, who's the bad guy in the film? Uh, Steppenwolf. He actually killed Steppenwolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's pretty well known that the two movies became one movie. <laughs> right, so it's yeah, it's yeah. way off. Warner like Brothers you, panicked. <laughs> like you didn't see Superman in his black suit, which was supposed yeah. to happen. Because right. I, I think best case scenario you're going to get Jay is in ten years you'll see like the Donner cut Superman two. Like you'll see a something come out, and they'll they'll do the, they'll cobble it together. But they're not gonna they're not gonna rush. They're not gonna get. They're in no hurry to put that together. Right. I mean, oh, after yeah. they've sold three or four different versions of that movie, they may as a novelty do something. I mean, I, I'm with I'm kind of with you. Like, I feel like m- the majority of that f- cuts out there somewhere. Right. Well, I mean, I, th- I think if it's because like, I thought Whedon was just mostly brought in at first just to kind of lighten the movie. It wasn't like he was coming in. I mean, he did eventually come in to direct because well, Snyder stepped aside. Well, see, the movie was originally supposed to be a two parter. It was supposed. It was supposed to be this part here. <laughs> just gonna hold it. You <laughs> 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 <He> look silly. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's having mic problems here. But yeah, it was originally supposed to be a two-part film. This was only going to be the first half. <laughs> I should have just let him hold it like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. But it was supposed to be a two-part film. Yeah, it was. You know, and you were supposed to, I think, at the, the end of this one, obviously meet Darkseid. Yeah. And then, you know... You get the rest of it because I mean that's, the and whole, they wouldn't have had to hurry Superman back the way they did, right? Because the whole with a Bat- grave digging scene. <laughs> because if you go with the Batman Superman movie where Batman has that vision, oh yeah, and like yeah. Superman's a bad guy basically. That never came. That nothing came about. That, that was supposed to happen because if you look when you see that big emblem on the ground burning, that's Darkseid's sign. Oh, his insignia. Right? Yeah. All right, we're just going to tease people. We're not going to go into all this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I want to wrap this episode up. Um, anything else we want to like put on top of that? I, I feel pretty good about our list. Ah, yeah, I like it. So, it's, it's a great bunch of movies, man. I, I enjoy all of them. Even the worst one is good. Yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah, know. I, it, it's an amazing thing that they've been able to have this string of success it's just ridiculous that's insane but always excited for whatever the next movie is always right. can you guys think of anything that even comes close to how like the successful string of movies like this uh, i no, mean there's nothing in history that's... james bond is like the only thing i could think of that's had so many movies it has the staying power yeah the staying power but everyone agrees that it's like hits and misses but think about this though when did the james bond movie start in the late 60s I think so, yeah. The next film, it's 2018. The next film, I don't think, comes out till next year or the year after. 
That's the 25th overall film. Mm-hmm. How many years has it been since this started? And it's just been like 10 years. And they've done 20 films. Because yeah. in the Marvel Studios, they got the 10 for the yeah. I and the O. Yeah. So they got 20 films in 10 years. They've been so, shoe, I mean, like shoehorning them in. And I, I want to say that there is even a year where they didn't release a movie in that 10-year period. Mm. Like after of uh, Iron Man and then Thor. 2009. Yeah, because Iron Man and Hulk were 2008. Yep. 2009 was nothing. Iron Man 2 was the only one in 2010. So yeah. really, they've done this in almost eight years. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that, there was. I, I thought there was a year where they didn't have one. Avengers wow. was the only one in 2012. Yeah, so it's just been like these last five or six years where they've been putting really three in at a time. Yeah. We're just so used to getting one in the early part of the year, in the summer, and then one in late. All right. There was only one year that there were three, and that was 2017. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. in 2018, too, and there's three in 2018. Oh, he's right there. It's three in 2018. Uh, oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That, that, that's it's a typo. Yeah, that's a typo because I drag it. And oh, okay. I, I know what you mean. I got yeah. you. So, yeah, 2017, so, 2018. So, yeah. So, so, six movies in the last two 17 years. 17 and 18. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it's unbelievable the amount of money they've spent. It's crazy. And they've gotten it back. In spades. I mean, oh like, yeah, they triple their money. Like every time they make a movie, it's just like guaranteed. Yeah, All right. Well, I've enjoyed great. talking about these movies with you guys. This is a long overdue topic uh, that I've been wanting to do. Jay, it's it's great to get you get your uh, your take on Thanks movies. Uh, Biggie Podcast. We are uh, we we have uh, basically two forms that we live and exist in. Where we are a video podcast on our YouTube channel. Uh, at youtube uh, youtube.com slash bitgeek uh, but we're also available in your audio only format if uh, you know video is a little too much for you to commit to and you can't sit down in front of your computer and watch and you just want to listen you can do that you can find us on iTunes and Spotify Stitcher uh, pretty much all the major services you can just do a search for bitgeek and find us there uh, Nick does a really good job keeping up with our Facebook presence uh, which is the bitgeeks that's how you find us there on Facebook. We um, try to, if you know, like th- if we mention something and it, it calls for a visual cue, I'll put it in the video, but you can't obviously see that in the audio. So Nick, Nick will kindly go in and, and put stuff in. I don't know if we really necessarily need anything for this episode, but you know, especially when we talk about like toys and things, like it comes in handy. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, we already mentioned Jay's off the grid, but you could find me at uh, at Ron Avis on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Nick at, at Nicholas J. Wright. Uh, I actually just started a Twitter account for the podcast uh, now, so you can also follow us on the official BitGeek Podcast Twitter, which is at the BitGeek Podcast. And uh, I, I just opened that like a couple weeks ago, and we've already got like a tremendous amount of people following us. It's been cool. So I, I've been misusing Twitter a bit <laughs> just with just my name. But I'm going to get on uh, Twitter... Uh, you can follow us out there, and uh, you can also find Nick and myself from just the BitGeeks podcast Twitter account. And I'll, I'll go on there and, and update when a new episode will be dropping this week or not. You know, some weeks we don't have one, and I don't want you guys to like wonder like whether or not we're going to have a new episode on Thursdays, which is our usual new episode day. So, which I just said, Thursdays, look for new episodes. That's about it. I don't really have anything else. Oh, for one other thing, I mentioned this in a previous couple episodes. If you don't mind, if you uh, go out and you find us on the, you know, the the iTunes and the Spotify's, if you could go out and rate us, give us a ranking, 
five stars. Well, it doesn't matter. But uh, it, it helps us. It helps, um, you know, like those services, They the more rankings you get, I think the easier it is to find. You know, like you, you can find us easily if you know what you're looking for, but they'll recommend us more if we have more ratings. So, you know, if you have a minute and you don't mind and you could go on to any one of those and just rate us. If you enjoyed the show, if not, just don't rate us. <laughs> don't yeah. show up and give us one star. And, and leave us a comment on, you know, the YouTube comments or Facebook or Twitter, you know, whatever. Yeah, I like interacting with the people on, in the YouTube comments and on Twitter. Uh, it, it's always a thrill to, you know, when, to realize that people are giving us their time. And we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fun to speak to like-minded, you know, people like us. There's a lot of you out there. So, anyways, thanks for your time. Uh, I've been your host, Ron Avis. I'm Nick Wright. And I'm Jason Birdwell. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.